0: I'm Alex Keller. And I'm Mike Harding. And this is the Filmtastic Voyage on video...
1: Welcome everybody. Hey, it's the Film Filmtastic Voyage episode w- w- 100. How did we make it this far? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. It boggles the mind, doesn't it? You know, I can think back to way back when we we're just little saplings, mm-hmm. Alex.
2: Uh, just little yeah, saplings.
0: Episode one when this show had like a reason to be. Back when we actually had like a log line and like a something that made us different. And uh, <laughs> I'd like to think that we're like, you know, the internet's least successful podcast well i don't know about
1: the least <laughs> successful but uh we're so successful that we uh we're having a video episode mm. episode 100 hey everybody from our, our let me listen fans to our itunes fans head on over to youtube.com.com com, i film, don't know if you heard about it film to Isaac voyage and you'll see this episode video form you get to see our our ugly mugs.
0: Yeah, I'm dressed up in a suit for no good goddamn reason.
1: And I'm dressed up in my fanciest shirt. <laughs> and I brought me I brought me some sipping
0: whiskey, so I'm gonna
1: Hear And that? I'm drinking piss. No. <laughs> so no. I'm just kidding. For episode am...
0: one hundred, I'm gonna just I'm have drinking a nice iced
1: tea. Time. I'm drinking iced tea, it's very lovely. And uh hey Cheers Alex. Cheers. Here's to another 100 episodes. 100 episodes of whatever this is. It's the Filmtastic Voyage, where we talk about movies, music, uh, Batman, Star Wars. Uh, yeah, whatever. All kinds of stuff. So, Alex, um, I guess with all that fanfare out of the way, uh, how's, your, how's your week? How it, how's your week in movies? Oh, well, it's all right. I saw some
0: things. First thing, man, the Academy... They're breaking my balls with their their new Oscar rule changes, man. They've been oh. I've been I've been steamed. They're <laughs> steaming my buns this whole week.
1: Steaming your buns.
0: I don't know, man. Like whatever. Like Tuesday, I woke up to the news and I'm like, God damn it. Like so, for the news folks at home. So what they're doing is the Oscars were like last year, no one watched our show, so we're going to be adding.
1: Is that true? No one watched. It was their like
0: lowest. To viewership in a while, or something oh, like man. that. Oh man! But okay. like, it's hard to say because like, viewership is gone is a kind of low across the board for mm-hmm. uh, for award shows, except the Tonys, which I'll bring that back. Um, so like, yeah, no one watched our show last year. Twenty six million people. You know, not that many people, I guess, uh-huh. uh, for for that they're used to. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna add a popular movie category to try and trick people into watching our show, which I think is kind of dumb uh-huh and then even worse is we're gonna edit out of this of 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 the the i want to call it the stream of the, you know the um the event we're gonna edit out a lot of the more boring technical awards and uh you know we'll like edit them out together and shove them at the end or something so because we don't want to bore people with all of our you know all of our bullshit to which i say as a technical <laughs> movie person who do, works in the technical field yeah that's kind of that's kinda shitty.
1: Well, okay, so what is the category that they added?
0: Well, it's like not a category right now. It's like the idea. They're going to add a popular movie category, which I don't think makes sense because...
1: A popular movie category? Like a greatest
0: achievement in, in popular film or something like to that effect, which doesn't make sense because a movie uh, that's both critically, you know, not critically... Like for the
1: last year, yeah. they're going to be like, oh, this is a popular movie. Is
0: a movie that's like commercially successful and culturally relevant? Re- relevant is its own award. It doesn't need another fucking award on top of it. That doesn't make sense. Interesting. It's so it's so condescending and so patronizing to the But movie they don't have a name for they don't have a name for it yet. Not yet. No.
1: Okay, but it is something to the to the to the likeness of most popular movie. Basically,
0: or it's, you know <laughs> best best popular movie goes to Transformers Five. What they're doing essentially, and like what I feel they're doing is uh, they're just trying to make it so that like you know Black Panther wins something.
1: Oh okay. They're they're okay, so they're picking up the uh the blockbuster movies that usually don't get awards except for VFX and sound effects and then yeah. they're and then they're making that That's like I mean it, it okay, I think it's bad for the Oscars, but I think I don't Necessary? Like I'd like to give it a try. That I'd like the, to give that a that try. That part's
0: the least of my worries. Like I, uh-huh. I don't give a shit. I find it, you know, it's insulting to those movies. I think that it's like you won like the the participation award. Good for you. But like whatever. If they want to hang a hand it, sure. out, I don't care. It's but like a fake award. It's, the, it's a fake award. It's the change to the ceremony that really that really you know really gets me gets me going because get your goat. Well, because I said like I'm I for the folks who don't know I I'm a VFX artist. I work in the VFX field and I. That's probably one of the more, because it's the one that they nominate all the fun movies for, all the razzle dazzle movies. So that probably won't be edited away. I'd like to think, but like still, it's so insulting to people who do like best short documentary or like animated genre oh, or something yeah. that's probably going to get you know the shaft. And that like those people, it's the one time of the year where they can be on the same stage and right. have the same voice as you know Brad Pitt or whatever big actor. And now they're like, <laughs> you guys don't matter. You shit. Only, only actors and directors matter. It's really, well, so, really. so, so
1: hold on. So they get the awards, they get nominated, and they get awarded, but they're just not a part of the ceremony now.
0: They are, but they're going to be. But they're uh, accepting their awards during the commercial break. Right. Yeah. Okay. So basically, it's like they're not going to be seen by nobody.
1: That's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty shitty. Yeah. It's
0: uh, like um, I don't know. It's just. It just really. It bothers me because there's a couple things. It's like a. It kind of says. Like, the Academy and ABC and all those people were basically saying, you know, if it wasn't for the audience, this award doesn't exist, which doesn't make sense to me. Uh-huh. Because it's like, if no, if zero people watch the Oscars, it should still exist as an institution. That's the whole point of the show. Yeah. Is, you know, to, is Hollywood to award its peer, you know, people within Hollywood to award their peers what they thought was best, and like, you know. Right, yeah. And also, B, by getting rid of, like, the more nuanced and smaller categories, it becomes even more of a big circle jerk they everyone accuses it of being, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if all the, if the, only, if the show is only about actors and directors doing their whole thing, then like, that's basically, like, it's all everyone, it's so annoying when people say, oh, the Oscars, that's just a big Hollywood circle jerk. It's like, there's so much more to Hollywood than just actors, everyone.
1: Well, it's like you said uh, uh, a long time ago. I forget what episode. We'll just say it's like episode 43. Check all the it's episodes city, and you'll find it. It's a city full of gaffers, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And yes, ninety-nine. I, I would say ninety-nine percent of people working in and on movies or TV or whatever are production, and and the rest, and, and you know, and then there's that one. Well, uh, we'll f- say five percent or ten percent, or a small number is the actual on-screen screen acting. Yeah. There's a lot of people that work on a movie. Just check the credits of any movie, right? And
0: actors are very important, obviously. They don't like screen talent. Well, so sure, those way, yeah, but...
1: but goddamn, I mean, <laughs> you know, like. I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah. It, it. How how much do we have to prop these people up and 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 sort of diminish the uh, the importance of the people that make the that that make these people look good on screen? Is I guess what I'm saying. Like, there's trying a chance it say. could
0: all be fine. It'll be a good idea. I don't know. I I don't, I don't think anything was will convince me that the editing will be another thing. But the the reason that the Tony's the Tonys do that. Uh-huh. You know, the Tonys were the only award last year. That wasn't down viewership-wise, so I have a feeling that whoever's in charge of the broadcast for the Oscars is like, let's just do what the Tonys do. But I don't know anything about the Tonys.
2: Oh, I see. Because
0: I'm an old, uncultured swine, so I don't really know, uh, <laughs> like, what kind of awards they, you know, shuffle in, in in the back end and all that kind of stuff. Right. And like, maybe that's like just too many. Either way, the point is to save time because like the Oscars are so long. It's such a solemn ceremony. We gotta save time. It's like, why don't you just cut out the song performances or something? That's 20 minutes already. Nobody likes those.
1: Well, but then Alex, here's the thing: we can sit here and say nobody likes those, but then what about the people that worked on on those songs? Well,
0: they should still get. They'll see, like it's kind of it's double dipping because they get the song performance, double dipping, and then they also when they do the, in, the, in the like the the the, the, the montage or best song, they have them play again. You know, yeah, they have a double dip. So what? They, like my solution is like just have those montages be like 20 seconds where you play like the the. Uh, the chorus of the song and you're like oh yeah it's a good song and then you go on to the next one you know you don't have to have the whole overproduced 3 4 minute long to do right i mean like that's probably insulting to the songwriters and all that stuff but you know i'm saying like if this uh, if no, this there's, there's corners I, to
1: cut i i would say hey why don't they just stick to their guns why don't they just not cut any corners at all i mean okay so ratings are low but like how bad does it make you look when when your your scruples are completely dependent on on what's popular at the time? I last year, twenty seventeen, was a, a pretty bad year for for movie sales, anyways, wasn't it? Wasn't it kind of a, a year where movies weren't doing so good, lucratively speaking?
0: Mm, I thought it was a record breaking year. So I'm sorry. Really? Well, every year is. They always say it's doing bad, but there's always those like really big movies that make it big. I'm sure twenty eighteen is going to be a big. 2018 record is going to be, be a big
1: good. year. Holy shit. Um, um, hey, everybody, if you're just tuning in, this is a 100th episode. That's right. Get excited. 100 episodes. All right? That's like, if okay, if every episode is an hour and, let's say, 15-ish minutes, that's like 100 and a lot of hours to, to check yourself with movies, with Alex and I. Um, Alex, mm-hmm. I hope the Academy does the right thing. But we'll see. I yeah, have no either idea. Either
0: way, like someone kind of made a good point. I remember reading it was, um, th- what they're doing is kind of like if they were if 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 if, os- if the Oscars like a graduation ceremony, a high school graduation. It'd be like people with low GPAs, you're not allowed to walk on stage this year because the audience <laughs> is going to get bored. It's like it's not about the audience; it's about the people uh. on stage. The Oscars are about the artists who make the movies. It's not about the audience be entertained, even like you know, they're entertained by the movies, but they're not about the ceremony. It shouldn't be about them, and I find that insulting as an artist and you know, as an artist working in Hollywood or whatever. I want to toot my own horn. Now, wouldn't sound like an asshole, but um,
1: wouldn't wouldn't uh, wouldn't uh, I? I guess I, I understand what you're saying, but one I uh, a more likely comparison to me could also be like, oh hey, you have these students that that give speeches at graduation, whereas some other students don't.
0: Well, why you? I mean, I'm saying it's like well, the Oscars right now have too many speeches. Just cut some of those out and don't, you know, make you know the people getting their diplomas suffer.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, so maybe less speeches, but we still see them. Yeah. On screen. Yeah. Like gotcha. I
0: think the people who make the movies and win the awards should be able to speak live on camera. You know, and have the same be on the same level for an evening as everyone else.
1: Now, let me ask you something else. Um. I think it's interesting that ratings for the Oscars are pretty low, and do you think it's indicative of, of any cultural changes?
0: Well, I think it's you know, no one really has live TV anymore. Like for the last few years, I that right. Know, like I've been struggling to be able to find um,
2: places
0: any? to watch the Oscars until like yeah. uh, until until more fairly recently where I can actually stream it for once. But like the Oscars, they don't they keep it behind a paywall. If they really wanted that viewership, just to have it free to stream for a night, like the Super Bowl or whatever. Sure.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing, I, you know, uh, it doesn't surprise me that, that ratings are, are lower than they have been or whatever, because honestly, man, like everybody I know that's like in our age group or our peers, I don't know anybody that has cable. Like, I don't know anybody who pay, who, who decides, oh yeah, I'm going to spend a hundred bucks, a hundred extra bucks, whatever, a month to have cable because cable has been like kind of a bum deal comparatively speaking to you know just having streaming stuff yeah. right
0: I have no idea I've never met a single person who yeah since in the last like five years who was yeah who is cable who aren't my parents
1: I had cable for one year from 2013 to 2014 and I was like oh man I can't wait to watch always sunny in Philadelphia brand new episodes as they come out and then when we got the cable package, uh that's when always sunny moved from FX to FXX. Oh no. And we had FX but we didn't have FXX and at the at the end of that year I'm like, wow, I really had this for no goddamn reason. There's no reason for me to have cable at all.
0: Yeah, what a what a waste of time. Cuz if
1: you if you're into like whatever, I'd say the most I could be invested in is maybe five shows at a time. The most. Mm-hmm. And outside of that, like what am I? I don't watch sports. I don't watch uh, the news. Yeah,
0: like sports and news are kind of where you got to be, you know.
1: Yeah, and and okay, so like if we were to whittle down a a, a monthly subscription for five shows, you know, you're paying like twenty to twenty five dollars for one show yep. or something. I don't know. It's it. Yeah,
0: I mean, like you know, the streaming world's gotten kind of wacky because it like now it's like. Eight different things you have to sign up for if you want to watch everything on every different network. But as someone who doesn't really watch TV, yeah, mm. yeah. Um, Again, the only shows I watch are like Game of Thrones, and it's just HBO Go whenever it comes out, and then like uh, something on Netflix, maybe. I don't know.
1: The Game of Thrones. Yep. When's that coming back? Uh, next year. Twenty nineteen. It better be good.
0: Spring
1: sometime. It (laughs) better be good. It better be good. It better be good. HBO. (laughs) Not Um, that it hasn't been. It's been lovely. It's been great. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: Speaking of movies, Alex, I I wanted to tell you real quickly. Game of
0: Thrones is a TV show. I know it may look like a movie, but it's actually a television (laughs) program.
1: I saw just last night Mission Impossible Fallout.
0: Oh, finally. Yes. Was it all those things I said it was?
1: I mean, uh, I I think it's I don't th- I don't look at it as as <laughs> my favorite Mission Impossible movie, but the more yeah. I think about it, I probably just don't even have a, f- a favorite Mission they're Impossible movie. They run together, movie. do they? They they they're all very similar. You know the problem. Okay, if 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 people say MCU has a villain problem, hey, I understand that. But you know what else has a villain problem? Mission Impossible. No, like that's
0: always been their weakest <laughs> thing. I think Philip Seymour was a. Well-acted villain, but as a villain himself, he was just kind of, like, nothing. Like, he's not really... He's kind of... He doesn't have much of a character. Right. Like, he's scary and threatening. But, like, like what's his motivation besides, like, money? It doesn't It's just not much of a compelling villain. And the guy from 5 and 6, I like him more. He's one of the more better villains, but he's still on, like, the same level as, like, a normal James Bond villain.
1: He's sort of just a, a slightly creepy guy. Yeah. But not... I mean, I guess he's he's fine, he's cool, but like, I don't know. It it was a fine movie. It's just it doesn't. Uh, it's never been like front. It's not. It's not like this spectacle to me. It's just sort of like, well, that was a great movie.
0: Oh man, I enjoyed this sp- fuck out of that spectacle.
1: Um, I mean, I will say like, and hey, everybody, you know, by now this movie's been out for two, two or three weeks, right? So close your ears if you don't want to hear any spoilers. Um, the helicopter thing, that was really cool. Oh, yeah, that was great. That was great. Well,
0: I thought the motorcycle chase was cool. I thought the, the bathroom fight scene was great. Yeah. You know what I learned? Yeah. What's really fun is the guy that was the, uh, the target of the bathroom fight scene was the same guy who was the stormtrooper that Finn fought in episode seven.
1: Oh, with the, yeah, with the, the okay. Traitor. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. That's fun. Cool. Um, yeah, it was just it was a nice, solid movie. I I'm not like oh, I'm never really a fan of the mask stuff, but they they kept it to a minimum, so uh, that's good. They only good. did it the one time. They did it twice. Well, well they, they tried to do it. Once, they tried and to then do they did it for twice. Reals the one
0: time, which was a great scene because you know early in the film, Henry Cavill was like, "That doesn't work on anyone. That's
1: stupid." Oh right. And then he got tricked. I'm really happy to see Henry Cavill in a movie where he's well written, uh, well directed. Great, great paced movie. Just a great, fun movie. I
0: like Man from U.N.C.L.E. I know no one oh, no that was good to too. join me on that one, but that I love Man from U.N.C.L.E.
1: Is he signed up to do any more Superman stuff at the moment? Probably. I, I haven't heard anything.
0: I mean, like I don't know what's going on exactly. I'm sure he's just...
1: Okay. Because, yeah, it seems like uh, there hasn't been any news on the Superman front for a while. You know...
0: Yeah, well, you know they're focused on their Shazams and they're all that other stuff.
1: Yeah, taking a break.
0: Did I read that Aquaman's going to have no other DC characters in it besides the Aquaman characters? Which is probably a good move.
1: It seems. It seems like that movie's that way.
0: I don't know if you read that too. Maybe I haven't read
1: it, but uh, I, I, you know, honestly, dude, I, I think, um, I think they should kind of stay away from that. To be honest, for the crossovers. Just just sort of haphazardly doing it, I guess, is what I mean. Like, sort of just doing it to do it. Like, Suicide Squad was that way where I felt like, hey, we got Batman in here. And it's mm. like, well, why?
0: <laughs> because, you know, it's fun because the Joker's there.
1: And, like, the Joker's there and it's like, eh, why? Did you watch the new Venom trailer? Which...
0: The one with Venom, where Venom, you know, Venom, he's like a like a big black well, sure. monster with teeth.
1: Yeah, it, but it's the one where it shows like all the uh, the symbiote. Yeah, it shows him having a big symbiote and fuck, that. and
0: uh, he's yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm gonna eat your face." <laughs> yeah, Venom.
1: Yeah, Venom is Hardy Tardy tarting around uh, that that whole trailer.
0: Yeah, he is hearty tarty Hardy Tardy. Hardy Tom Hardying around that whole trailer.
1: Here's the thing, I think that first teaser really. Kind of fucked them a li- a bit, yeah. And I think they've been trying to dig themselves out of that bad first impression since then. Mm-hmm. And I think every trailer has gotten just a little bit better. But I'm still thinking it's not going to be a great movie.
0: uh well, we'll see. It could be. You know, everything's yeah. not bad until it is. Um, yeah.
1: I mean, I'm I'm at a point now where I'll see it because I'm like, well, this could be this could be good. But mm. my my expectations are. Realistic.
0: Some people are pissed off that it's not going to be R rated, which is say, oh God, who cares? I think. Like, you could do R rated Venom, but, like, in what world is Venom going to be an R rated movie?
1: Well, and then hold on. I mean, well, realistically, you could make. Uh, uh, trust me, there's plenty of rated R material in, in Venom comics, but I also feel like, hey, here's a movie that won't make any money. A rated R Venom movie. I think. Well, like. Honestly.
0: Yeah, the rated R, and it's like. Sony's not going to take that chance. They're like, you know, they're trying to get their whole Spider-Man side universe thing off the ground. They're not going to make an R-rated movie to kick that off. They'd make an R-rated movie to accentuate that. You know, X-Men didn't start off R-rated. Only Logan was. And Logan was like, you know, not really an effects-heavy movie at the end of the day.
1: Right. So yeah.
0: Same with I, Deadpool. I mean, the first Deadpool was took all like half of it took place on a bridge.
1: Yeah. There wasn't much going on in the first Deadpool movie, and maybe too much going on in the second one. Uh, <laughs> not enough
0: jokes though. Hey,
1: uh, I forget. Were you a fan of Deadpool too? No, I hated it. Okay, I, I wasn't. I wasn't a fan. So yeah, sorry I, uh, everyone. Uh, oh, man, I liked
0: Deadpool one though. So I don't know what what it was.
1: And that's I'm a casual fan of Deadpool one. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then two, I just thought was a bit like. After I saw two, I was like, you know what? I'm okay with Disney buying Fox. <laughs>
0: Well, there's a whole rumor that Disney's gonna basically like, shut down Fox right now, which I don't think is gonna happen because well, Bob Biger says it wasn't gonna happen, and then whatever, we'll see. I'm not gonna get speculatory over things I have no knowledge about. I
1: would be very surprised if Disney gutted Fox. I mean, that I'm, is a huge, crazy, uh, fucking thing to do. I'm sure
0: they're probably like gonna be like no green. They're not gonna greenlight any. Can X-Men you? movies from now on?
1: Well, that already seems like it's happened. Yeah, well... I mean, uh, New Mutants and X-Men Phoenix are both... Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix, yeah, are both kind of just delayed indefinitely, I guess? Is
0: uh is... They announced it's going doing two and a half weeks of reboot reshoots. Oh. For reasons. I'm not sure exactly why. They said... Well, the report was three months, and then they were like, no, 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 no just two and a half weeks, just something kind of, kind of normal, not crazy, don't worry about it. Okay. Um, yeah.
1: I don't know. I But yeah, I don't think Fox will be gutted cuz that's that's like gutting an entire channel and like gutting like a, a whole movie studio. That that seems like it would be nuts.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll see though. I mean, maybe it will be the case. I'm not going to predict anything.
1: No. Uh, hey. So I've seen a couple of movies I'd like to talk about.
0: Oh really?
1: Yeah, this summer has had a uh, has had a, an interesting tone, man. Uh, so
0: depressing. Well, it's like those miserable maybe, songs.
1: Uh, you know, maybe depressing, but like I saw. Um, of course, I saw "Sorry to Bother You," and we already talked about yeah, that, and that. was really an argue. Awesome movie. Um, but then the, just this last week, uh, aside from Mission Impossible Fallout, I saw "Blind Spotting." With uh, with uh, David Diggs. David Diggs? David Diggs? David uh, Diggs.
0: that's not the blind spot. That's different.
1: No. Blind spotting is also about Oakland and about gentrification. Um and then uh and then actually just today I saw Black Klansman.
0: Oh, I was gonna go see that today, then I got too lazy. <laughs> so Oh, well, you then. know what
1: else happened today?
0: Um, my girlfriend
1: and I both canceled MoviePass. Oh, good for and you! And we both sign up for the AMC A list.
0: We're a couple of shills. Look at us.
1: Yeah, look at that. Hey AMC, thanks for giving us such great opportunities with your program. Well, we need, uh, we need
0: like a couple of like you know what, what's that that gag? We need a couple of Pepsi's and a couple of pizza hut oh boxes God. right now.
1: Listen, the opening little splash they have before they uh before they go into the uh, in the in the previews. Mm is kind of terrifying. Do you know what I'm talking about, right? At, at AMC theaters, where it's like these people that just have these fucking oh. like fixed smiles on their faces? Yeah, there's that damn fucking
0: asshole who like dumps popcorn over himself like an idiot.
1: Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> but they just have these crazy, like, psychotic smiles, and they're like... like th- and it's like they're not allowed to blink or do it, it. I don't know. Anyways, but... Which,
0: if the world was like that, but like not because you were forced to, but everyone <laughs> just generally was that happy, would that be a f- good place to live, or would you? Would it get really old really fast? Well, that was
1: the '90s. No,
0: it wasn't. The '90s were just full of like you know, like moody hair and fucking plaid. Moody hair, and everyone's all sad all the time. And if you're from like the West Coast,
1: well, you got the colored hair, and you got the the seashell necklaces, and you got the three eleven. And Tony Hawk doing nine third eye blind, all over the place. Third eye blind. Three eleven. Hansen, Hansen.
0: Uh, I heard Umbug uh, for the first time in like a decade, oh. uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, what the hell are those kids saying? I have no idea. Oh, it's just it's, it's gibberish. gibberish yeah. I mean, like 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 like, like obviously Umbug doesn't mean anything. It's but like, scatting. But their but their words are saying they're nonsense. It's nonsense. It's scatting. It's just, it was like oh, I they're, know.
1: They're, they made a, a very popular scat song where they're speaking in baby language, and for whatever reason, kids just kids just loved it i didn't
0: my brother was a big fan
1: i you know what i thought was funny with hansen was uh when they first came out there was a lot of people that thought that the middle brother was a girl yeah and there's a lot of dudes that had uh a crush on on the uh the middle sibling
0: that's a family guy gag Uh, yeah um it was great mm. um Actually, really quick, quick aside. Sure. Speaking of weird crushes and stuff, that doesn't make sense. It's uncomfortable. Do you see the picture release of Door the Explorer? No. For the live action movie they're making. Oh I mean another It's make, weird, man. Making a live action it's, movie. Uh, it's, it's, I'm gonna show you a picture right now. I mean, like I wish we could pull it up, I wish we had a cool screen or something, but it is <laughs> uncomfortable.
1: For anybody at home, we're literally watching ourselves on the screen right now. Well, I mean, like we gotta
0: make sure it's working.
1: <laughs> I have a uh, well, I'm not going to point out the flaws in my facial features, but it is hideous. It is interesting seeing myself on camera right now because it's, uh, it's it's uh, it's interesting. By the way, for anybody who hasn't noticed, uh, this is my new place. Hey, welcome. why wouldn't notice? Welcome. No one's
0: ever seen your old place.
1: Well, no, but you know, for the fans, it's like I said last time or the time before. Like, hey, I'm moving, and now I'm moved. So <sighs> we're we're in the new yeah, place, anyways. the new digs. That is almost a grown woman playing Dora the Explorer. Yeah, it's like,
0: <laughs> that doesn't seem right. That's
1: like a 16-year-old a dressed as a 5-year-old. It's like old.
0: a 25-year-old dressed as like that, a 5-year-old or whatever. I
1: don't know about it, she's 25, but oh, yeah. Oh, well, I'm
0: sure she's 25.
1: She, well, here's the thing. Dora I the Explorer, I and this, I don't want to sound nasty, but this is just me speaking technically, is Dora the Explorer is pre-pubescent, and whoever that actress is is post-pubescent, and that's... An odd, that's very odd. Like
0: I was, I'm hoping they do like the Last Jedi, where she's like stuck on an island and she's all grizzled <laughs> and like she's been there for like you know a decade or something, and they have to like dig her up and like she's got to go exploring again.
1: Right, and she, and that's well, no, no, she's like, hey, exploring has to end. Uh, we, <laughs> I'll explain to you what like,
0: where it's like, oh, what if it's like one of those? Because like there's a thing, like I said, uh-huh. all of our favorite heroes are now all old and sad, right? Right. Like Christopher Robin, which we'll get to. Oh, um, you saw that, right? Yeah, um, yeah, that's right. All, all your favorite childhood heroes are all old and sad now, because there's no more stories to tell with them, so they just have to age them up 20 years and make them old and sad. Yeah. So, Dorothy's Explorer is not old and sad. It's like, stuff not to explore. All the corners of the map are filled in. I got no reason to live anymore. So, she's just in the bottle, somewhere in the mountains, like on top of a mountain, just drunk, you know. If,
1: if you're going to go that route, make her, like, 90 Make her, like, Yoda.
0: But then she gets a fun makeover, (laughs) and then she's, like, you know, and then they go exploring, and she's got that monkey.
1: Yeah.
2: Hmm.
0: I wonder how they're going to do that fox. There's a fox, right, who steals things.
1: Fox? I don't know. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, I I don't know. I've never watched. That was way past my, my Nick Jr. days. I know it through
0: cultural osmosis, mostly. Oh, okay. Like, you know. I don't think I've ever seen an episode, maybe a couple of clips, but it's just like things that like you pick up on.
1: Well, there was Go Diego Go. I like I was actually who was the male equivalent.
0: I was talking to my girlfriend today because I was like, "What is the show even about? Is it the same show but with a dude or what?" I think so, right? Well, she said it was like about animals or something. It's like less oh. about exploration, more about taking care of animals. Interesting. Audience, why don't you tell me? <laughs> Surely, some of you are younger than I am.
1: Uh, yeah. Hey, everybody, go ahead and uh, reach us. You know. Leave some comments. Leave some comments on our YouTube. That'd be amazing. Um, well, <laughs> everybody, listen. Just to remind you, brand new channel, filmtastic voyage, the YouTube channel. This is gonna be the first video on it. Everybody, celebrate! This is exciting. Um, I'm
0: celebrating right now with some more whiskey. There you go,
1: Alex. Uh, so I saw blind spotting. Have you? So you haven't heard of that?
0: Uh, I think I've seen the name. I don't know what it's about or nothing.
1: Okay. It's about gentrification in Oakland. Uh uh-huh. huh. You're like is,
0: you're practically from Oakland. What do you think about that?
1: I'm. I lived in the burbs, about 20 minutes away. Pretty from hardcore. Oakland, yeah. Uh, and yes, holy shit, Oakland is a different city than it was when I was stomping around those grounds. Am I right? Is
0: it better, like nicer or less nicer? I don't know.
1: It's well, I mean, it's sort of like I, I don't know if it's nicer, but it's sort of like. You know, hipsters move in. They take over. They make Oakland about art and vegan food and all that. And mm, you Echo know, Park. yeah, it's like that. Sort of like how North Hollywood has has turned into that, or like uh, Highland Highland Park. Uh, Highland
0: Park's like the new Echo Park, isn't it? Yeah, that's why I hear. At least that's what they say. Um, um, Echo Park. I was has a place which is the hippiest hipster place I have ever been to. It was like a <laughs> like a vegan dessert place. And huh. it was like, like if you think of, picture in your head what a hipster is, and you walk into it, and it's like, this is like, just a cliche. It's like a living, breathing
1: cliche. Right, like, yeah. You guys
0: are trying, like, you couldn't even try, you couldn't try to make it as hipster as this. <laughs> it shocked me. I was shocked.
1: Yeah. Was and that just- happened not too long ago, right? I mean, that happened, uh, I remember... Ec- because we're talking about Echo Park, right? Mm-hmm. I remember that sort of... I remember people telling me that it was getting gentrified when I moved to L.A., and that was back in 2014.
0: Yeah, same for me, like 2012. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, um, yeah, you like, know, it hops and I, skips around. A lot of
0: people I know are like, oh, man, I'm going to go to Echo Park because it's like the hip new place to be. And I'm like, all right, fine.
1: Yeah. So I, remember I remember someone that. telling me like, oh, yeah, it kind of reminds me of San Francisco. I'm like... Shut the fuck up! No, it doesn't. Depends on where in San Francisco, (laughs) I suppose. So that's two
0: major movies that take place in Oakland over the summer, I guess. Yes,
1: and then and then uh, and it's 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 pretty awesome. Like I would recommend anybody watching those because uh, you know, I mean, if you're interested in that subject material, I mean, obviously there's tone, you know, there's it's about gentrification, it's about racism, it's about a lot of things. And and sorry to bother you, I think takes sort of an absurd look at it and and blind spotting takes kind of a more personal realistic uh approach i
0: don't think well happy to bother you i can never happy to bother God sorry to it. smoke you yeah thank you sorry to bother you is about gentrification i don't think it tackles that subject i think it tackles the other uh, ones though
1: yeah yeah uh, you're right i mean yeah no i i agree the only thing I would say about the gentrification angle is just the the specifically how non-tech elements are getting pushed into these weird ass like bunk bed facility uh like work facilities like they work and live in this place at the same time mm-hmm. but that's like an absurd sort of I guess not really tackling the issue specifically it's, but Yeah it's more like more cult. of like a side effect of it or something it's right more like
0: a just sort of a comment on sort of like work life Yeah uh, culture yeah. in the Americas, right? In India, um, you know America. Yes.
1: And then I saw Black Klansman today. Mm. Uh, I'm I don't gonna know. Go see that tomorrow. Okay, so then I probably shouldn't talk you about just it. Hush up. Yeah. Um, but yeah,
0: I saw a movie that takes place takes place in Portland. which Briefly, uh, a real good movie. movie that? What Portland?
1: I don't know which movie takes place. Important. So there's
0: a movie that came out a while ago, which I kind of let slip by I me. Mean, unfortunately, I had a, finally had a chance to see it again. It's got uh, your favorite actor Ben Foster. Oh, uh, and he's uh, living in the woods, and it's called Leave No Trace.
1: Oh, okay. And
0: so it's Ben Foster, and he's living in the woods with his daughter, and like they get into all sorts of adventures. Sort of, it's kind of like <laughs> the, kind of like Room, where it's like the movie starts one way, and then it kind of becomes about them trying to figure out life uh-huh. like it starts they start in a situation and then the situation changes and then they like figure out the new situation um it's kind of like about that but it's like it's it's him and his daughter and they're sort of like being stuff it's a very nice little little drama that's like pretty much like it's like i, I don't want to say perfect obviously but it's like it's, not, yeah. it's like it's like it's exactly what it is it's exactly what it needs to be well, well done.
1: Is this a new movie?
0: Come on, early in the summer.
1: Oh, okay, cool.
0: So yeah, it's just like a nice, real nice little indie
1: drama. I mean, hey, when when I think indie drama, I think Ben Foster. Uh, he's great. You know where did that guy
0: come from? Ben Foster of Warcraft X-Men three. X Men three. That's <laughs> the one of Warcraft fame.
1: Listen, when he saved his dad in X-Men 3, and that was the only thing he, jumped he, out of that he did in the movie, that was the whole reason he was in the movie. I cried, man. Because uh-huh. really you cried, that was
0: how they used Archangel in a movie. and then Not even
1: Archangel, just Angel. And then
0: the Archangel shows up in uh, Apocalypse, and you cried right. again, and you wept for there were no more how, Archangels to see on screen. How
1: dare they recast and re-origin Ben Foster's Angel?
0: They've recast and re-origined Psylocke and... It's Jubilee true. Jubilee and everyone.
1: Yeah, that's true. All in that movie, all yeah. in that X-Men Apocalypse movie. Jubilee.
0: And then that movie later they read, they did Caliban differently.
1: Right, yeah.
0: So don't even worry about it.
1: I had maybe you told me this. I had heard that it was basically two departments of Fox not communicating with each other about Caliban being in both those movies.
0: Yeah, I why I think James Mangold who directed Logan was talking about it, and he was like like, Lee was like, like you know, they were writing and starting to make the movie, and they are like, oh, Caliban's your movie? Weird, Caliban's in our movie, too. It's like... <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, whatever. No one cares. Like, I don't care. Like, you know, it, to be fair, no one cares. It's like the mantra of the uh, X-Men continuity at this moment. Right.
1: Nobody cares. Well, how great of a character arc would that be if if Caliban, being this swindler in the 80s, suddenly has this great, you know... Uh, moral awakening by the time Logan takes place. I mean, he's
0: got a really long life though. He's like, you know, yeah. aged for like 40 years, but so I mean aged
1: really well. The only thing that filled out was like his cheeks or something. I
0: mean, I guess that's uh, kind of the X-Men way, because like what was it? Uh, Havoc had been like 20 years, like uh, age two oh, right, or something like yeah. that in between those two X-Men. That was movies.
1: super they really shouldn't have done that. Just put like a, a beard on that actor and like put little like white. Marks and his I just hair. I think it's funny because
0: he's like right out. He looks like he's from college. He's wearing like a Letterman jacket practically, and he's like, "Hey, I'm uh, I'm here. What am I supposed to be? Like forty five? Oh well, whatever. Who cares? Well, Again.
1: And then later in the movie, they have Quicksilver. They make a point of having Quicksilver be like, "Yeah, I've been like living with my mom for the last ten years. I'm like, how are you guys not aging havoc? And aging Quicksilver and having this in the same movie—it doesn't make any Quicksilver sense.
0: Quicksilver looks like he hasn't aged a day. He's like got the one ring. Right, it's, it's ridiculous. Oh
1: my god. I mean,
0: like we complained about it before, and to be fair, it doesn't matter. But like that movie's not great anyway.
1: It's not. It's not great, and they should not make another one.
0: Well they are. They're making two. But
1: they are ma- yeah, I know, but they shouldn't.
0: I don't know. They can make you know, there's no such thing. Like X-Men like it's like it's like a whatever, you know? You can make a good X-Men, can make a bad <sighs> X-Men. Hey, Ain't yeah. no guarantee for anything.
1: Yeah. I I, I I my vote is for a changing of the guard because I I'll say this, like I feel like the movies Sans Logan cuz that was great, but like they've never really Well, no, I guess this includes Logan too. And you've said this also the X-Men movies have never felt exactly like an X-Men movie.
0: I haven't like really read an X-Men comic though, so I don't know why I would have said that.
1: Well, okay, well, one like the if we're talking the original trilogy, it's almost like they're embarrassed to be X-Men movies. That's
0: like a superhero like a pre-Marvel right. cinematic universe And that's why they thing. like dress them
1: up in leather and all this weird stuff, right? And then and then you get into the offshoots like First Class and it's like, dude, like this is not I mean, it's a it's a fun movie and everything, but what are we doing right now? Like this this barely has any likeness to the source material. It'd be it'd be like if you made Moby Dick, but you made Moby Dick a bear instead of a. I'd like to Moby Bear instead.
0: <laughs> and that's That'd great, kind of cool actually. You should greenlight that movie. It's a white bear. Ooh, but you call the
1: you call the movie Moby Dick, and it's like we're watching this guy hunt a hunt a bear. Like that's. For me, I feel that's how the X-Men movies are. It's sort of mm. like, well, hey, you know what? Fuck it. Like well, it's, kind of, it's kind of like
0: how Frankenstein, the book, and Frankenstein, the movie, the 30s one, are like nothing at all alike.
1: Totally. Yeah. It's
0: like, oh, it's can you imagine being like a, a hardcore fan of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein? Or the modern-day Prometheus, wherever whatever the subtitle of that book is, uh-huh. and being like, oh, man, it's 1930-whatever. I'm going to go to my favorite Nickelodeon and see Mary Shelley's Frankenstein on the big screen, and then like it's like a completely different kind of movie.
1: It's unfortunate, yeah. If the internet
0: existed back then, do you think people would have been like, what the fuck is this
1: bullshit? Oh, I'm sure a lot of people did. I'm, I'm sure there was hardcore fans back then that were, were really bummed out about that. You know, and you read the book... Cool. Um, And that would have been an awkward... Like, if we're talking about a movie made... Because it was made in the 1930s. I mean, the subject material of the book is a bit too harsh, I think, to... uh, Like, he fucking, like, squashes kids to death and, like, kills dogs and, like... I don't know. It's just...
0: It would be a great modern-day remake, though. That movie, you could make a real nice, classy, gothic horror movie with if you did a regular... Frankenstein, just straight up Frankenstein. I mean,
1: they already made the sequel.
0: Oh, I Frankenstein, yeah. or Bride of Frankenstein. Which one are we talking I, about? I
1: Frankenstein. It, it takes place literally right after the book ends.
0: Yeah, it does.
1: And, uh, and damn, he is a bunch a of bad. angels,
0: and, and Bill it has Nighy.
1: Jai Courtney in it.
0: That's the guy.
1: Boy, man, what man. happened to Jai Courtney?
0: Is he post Suicide Squad? Is he not done anything? Was it?
1: He was in an episode of Curb hmm. last year. But no, he just fell off the face of the earth. Pre- predictably, I I would say predictably.
0: Do you think it's a like a Sam Worthington thing? Like I don't want to comment on their acting ability, but like just historically, Sam Worthington was hot shit was in like a bunch of huge movies and then was nary seen again for quite some time. So it could be a similar situation where they like, both
1: got terminated. They both got terminated. That could be. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, I
0: do. It's pretty obvious what you're saying.
1: They both were in Terminator movies, and that was just like a silver bullet to their careers. Hmm. Am I wrong?
0: I, I, That's a good coincidence. Yeah. I mean, Sam Worthington was in uh, Heartbreak Ridge, which was a movie and uh perfectly Heartbreak accepted movie. Ridge. The Mel Gibson war movie with Andrew Garfield saving folks. Oh. He was kind of a character in that.
1: Oh, yeah. I never saw that. It's a little goofy,
0: I thought. Yeah? Um, I
1: remember you saw it, and you were, like, not wowed. It's,
0: like, okay. It's, like, a little over the top. It's, like, yeah. It's just a little silly. Um, <laughs> good performances, though, you know. Yeah. Good makeup. Um, what was I saying? Sam Worthington, yeah. Are you excited about Terminator 6? No. The one they're making? Not at all. Sort of picture of Linda not, Hamilton. Not one ounce. Mackenzie Davis looking tough
1: I mean yes I think it's great that they're using uh what's what's her face Linda Hamilton Linda Hamilton I'm sorry I think it's great that she's in it she looks good uh, uh, James Cameron's producing it
0: yeah it's like his first actual involvement since Terminator two I think
1: okay what is I just I guess I don't get because the last movie, mm-hmm. they made sure that they had his blessing or something, oh, right? they do
0: every time, but like, i sure he couldn't give less of a shit. I think after Terminator 2, it was like, I'm done. Yeah,
1: well, and then that's what I kind of think this new movie's going to be. He's not going to be making any, he's he's not going to be ma- calling any shots. I
0: heard a rumor that he's making, like, this is going to be the last Terminator or something. Like he's Bullshit. Trying, I don't know. Terminator 2 ended the story. I still understand why it's. Still, I get why it's a thing because like, there's a cool universe there and all that <laughs> stuff. But like I think I mentioned before, no one does Terminator, right? Because they keep just trying to make Terminator 2 again. There's so much more you could do with the Terminator thing. You know? Yes. Instead, like with the time travel and all the weird shit, like Terminator into the future, like the far future. I don't know. Well, I don't know if that works that way. I don't know. Go to the past. Go to like the West. i the Wild West. Fuck, I don't know. Do something. Don't just do Terminator two. It's point just mis-op- point mis-op-
1: they They. I think they've had a trouble. They've had some trouble just deciding i guess what they feel makes a terminator movie work because they keep doing these kind of weird dumb decisions based on that like oh god we got to have arnold schwarzenegger in it it's like well no
0: like yeah like you
1: don't
0: yeah exactly there's, uh, there's nothing like arnold schwarzenegger is great obviously and they like like he's not the the juice that makes the terminator franchise tick necessarily
1: you just need someone that can fill his shoes you don't need arnold schwarzenegger especially 70 year old Arnold Schwarzenegger you don't need that I mean
0: Terminator Salvation kind of got it okay because it, like he was like it was like oh no it's a T800 and it's like you know CG Arnold Schwarzenegger walking right, around right yeah it's like whatever but like that movie had a whole host of other issues It
1: did and honestly I would have loved if they continued on with that that timeline but if they had just made a better movie hmm. I think that's much more interesting is just hopping forward and going to the war yeah. and having it be that but
0: The thing that Terminator movies have never solved is, so does this war end eventually? Like, do humans win? Because, like, they always prevent John Connor from being assassinated, but they never actually win the fucking war.
1: Right, yeah. Which would be nice to
0: see. It would be nice if that was, like, maybe this new one will be like, "Eh, we did it, we win.
1: Yeah. Again, I I just, I I have such low expectations. I, I get the impression that James Cameron's attached to it so he can make money and not have to do any actual work. I'm just assuming, because he's four movies deep into, a, into something he actually cares about, I don't think he's going to be around to, to make any no. decisions. He,
0: probably gave, he probably His assistant probably gave him like the spark notes of the script, and he's like, yeah, that makes sense.
1: Sure. <laughs> and then now they can just advertise it as being James Cameron produced, and then everybody can be like, oh, thank God, and then they'll go see it, and then he'll make money, and then Fox... Disney <laughs> will make money, and then that's it.
0: The real question is, how is the trailer going to spoil this one?
1: Oh, because the
0: Terminator franchises and it has notoriously spoilerific trailers. Two Salvation and Genesis have all spoiled their big twists in the trailers.
1: Now, in the trailer, did they say that what Sam Worthington is a robot?
0: Yeah. So in Terminator Two, they were like Alan oh, Schwarzenegger's a good guy. Oopsie. And then Terminator Salvation, they're like Sam Worthington's a robot. What do you know? And then Terminator Five, it's you know, uh, John Connor's a robot now. What?
1: Yeah. I didn't make it. As you know, I didn't make it through 5.
0: 5 I watched simply because I saw that trailer. And it's like, John Connor's a robot. I'm like, I guess that seems interesting. Because otherwise, I was probably not going to see it. Is
1: that clever?
0: I guess I'll find it. Yeah, out. it's like, that's at least <laughs> that's new and different. Yeah. Because like before that, the trailer was like, hey, you like Terminator 1? But how about Terminator 1 again?
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. Just just end it. Or just, like, do something crazy. Do, like, a have always wanted to see a Terminator versus Robocop. I would watch that movie.
0: It doesn't have to be... It can be, like, a Robocop ripoff. It can be, like, Robo-Police.
1: No, 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 no. I'm I'm saying Robocop... I mean,
0: like, if you can't secure the rights, it's Terminator versus, like... Well,
1: sure. If you can't secure the rights, then sure. But well, then I'm, the I'm saying just, just, through. Go through, just go for it, though. Robocop versus Terminator. Let's do this. They're both robots. One's an assassin. One's a cop. Let's... <laughs> Let's just get stupid. Uh, yeah. I, okay. I mean, okay. With Terminator, I guess. Let's say you're. Let's say you're the, the head honcho. You're the shot caller. I'm calling them shots. You have to make a movie.
0: So uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, as a robot, gets accidentally sent back to 1955, <laughs> and then he has to ward off his mother's advances while trying to get him and her and his her dad together at the school dance.
1: Yeah. And then he invents rock and roll. And he
0: invents rock <laughs> and roll. What do you know about that?
1: Oh, man. No, uh. I'd like
0: something's, something's malfunctioned and it's like a Terminator gets sent back to the Wild West and a bunch of Western gunslingers got to fight a Terminator. Wouldn't that be fun? It's just like, oops.
1: Terminator through time.
0: It's just, mm. It's like, a, it's like <laughs> that time Batman went through time, except for Terminator.
1: And that's the thing, is maybe he's chasing someone through time.
0: I guess in Terminator Five, they they figure out that you can go forward in time.
1: In which movie?
0: In Terminator Five, they the invent a oh, machine
1: that you can go forward in time.
0: Yeah, so they should go to the super future <laughs> and fight all the
1: aliens, right? Or they just go to the future. Okay, so this is what happens. So the the robots mm-hmm. they kill all the humans. And then they evolve into their own society, and and then it just becomes like, you know, they're just like they they work their way out of the dark ages. Now you got like these skeleton robot, those weird looking guys, you know, they got like families, they got jobs, you know, it's Mm. just just a normal functioning society now. And then someone at a company called Skynet (laughs) develops organic technology. Oh wow! And then all of a sudden. A human from their future comes back to their time to kill. Uh, wait, hold on. How does it work in the first one? Oh, yeah. So a robot comes back first from their future, and then a human follows that robot back, and then they have a tussle. Right.
0: So here's the thing. So here's here's my pitch. Yeah. So it's like it looks like modern day, and it's like you know you got like a cop or some kind of low level official type. Right. And he's just doing his beat or whatever, and the guy comes in the future, and the guy's like, "You're a fucking robot." And the guy, and then the main character's like, "What?" Turns out the robots won the war, and everybody's terminators.
1: Exactly. And so That's then what it's I like, mean like,
0: "Whoa!" But he like realizes the system's corrupt, man. He's got to pull the plug on all these these evil robots who are who has to do that? Like the the human. Oh, the human and his his Newly the found robot friend have to go to like it's basically then it becomes essentially um they live at the end.
1: Okay. <laughs> Yeah. So. Yeah, I just say flip it around.
0: That would be an awful movie, and <laughs> I don't think it'd turn out very good. <laughs>
1: it, it would be awful, but it would still be better than I'm sure what we'll we'll get. I
0: don't. This. I don't. Which think is an
1: unambitious sequel.
0: Maybe I don't know. I think uh, speaking of Deadpool, the director of Deadpool's doing Terminator Six. Terminator Six. Right. All the potential will be good.
1: Right. I. You know. I. Hey, when I think Terminator, I think get that Deadpool director in there. <laughs> What else has the Deadpool director done? I think
0: he was like, I think he invented Blur Studios. I think he was oh. the head of that. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. So lots of good shit that's on true. a very small
1: yeah. scale. Actually, yes. Then good for him. Um,
0: Blur does good work.
1: Damn, good work. <laughs> so now that the summer season is coming to an end. that The Alex. dog day
0: is a summer movie officially happening.
1: Uh, you know, these dog days are turning into cat days. You see days. that trailer? Oh, Dog Days! It's the Dog
0: Days of Summer and the dogs and they're doing dog <laughs> stuff. Look at these dogs!
1: I I saw a billboard for it, but I I didn't see. I saw the
0: trailer. It looks like Schmalty dog stuff. It's like whatever.
1: Right. You know, dogs. Yeah. You look dogs. Um. I mean, now that the Dog Days of Summer are coming to an end, what do you think of the summer season? It's not over yet. No.
0: It's not uh, end of August, man.
1: Oh, I mean, what else, What left is coming out? Uh, what's, what's that big hitter? What's a big heavy hitter? I can't.
0: Th- I oh, the Black- Meg?
1: I need to see the that's, Meg.
0: This, that's today it came out. Um, yeah. I see Black Klansman, 8th grade.
1: Oh, yeah. 8th grade, I heard mean, is I mean, very I, good.
0: It's yeah. like one more thing. Oh, Crazy Rich Asians. Gotta see that.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think I'm seeing that next week. We already have tickets for it.
0: Oh, look at you, Mr. Mister Fancy.
1: I know. Hey, You, you want know to see
0: I, it in like D-Box or like, you know, IMAX or
1: something? Something like that, yeah. I was going to actually ask you. We, we, we had this idea, my girlfriend and I. We're going to ask the two of you. I'm going to ask you on air. Do you want to see the Meg? When? Together? I don't know we don't have to decide now i just felt like asking you that on air fun
0: fact about me i have kind of sort of that phobia where i fear deep open uh, open water so
1: even if it's on screen
0: it gets me a little uncomfortable i'll see the mega it's just like
1: "Ah." you saw jaws right
0: oh yeah but jaws is different
1: Um, because
0: i don't know kind of sort of have that thing like what about
1: the abyss did you like the abyss
0: it's different though because we are on the ocean floor like when you're in the ocean and you can't see anything, it's like mist around you. Oh. It makes you kind of uncomfortable. And then there's a big monster in it. Forget it.
1: There are big monsters, yes.
0: I mean, I guess I go see it, but I heard it's like not as fun as it seems, according to the reviews I've read. It's
1: probably not going to be a great movie, but I mean, Jason Statham versus a Giant Shark.
0: I took a fun quiz on the internet the other day, which was Jason Statham with a gun. What movie is this from? I got uh, one out of 10 wow i couldn't figure the fuck out like he's been i have re- forgot how many goddamn movies he's been in he's been a- he's been in like one movie like two one or two movies a year with very weird like kind of forgettable generic names since like 2000
1: doesn't and like doesn't he just seem like he's probably like the coolest dude to hang out with like i get the feeling he's probably just like the coolest dude
0: probably i mean like he was also a <laughs> fun fact about him if you don't know he was an olympic
1: diver i did not know you that. ever see those
0: clips of him diving in the Olim- that explains I think it Olympics. his hair yeah, yeah. But then for some reason he became an action star. I guess it was Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels that right. like propelled him to that category. God. Brick, uh, not Brick, Snatch is really Snatch. good. Snatch.
1: Uh, In the Name of the King, a Dungeon Siege tale. I mean, he's that in, was... like a lot of
0: good movies.
1: Yeah, not that. Not In the Name of the King. You
0: know it's a good movie? that He's he's in Spy. He does a great job in Spy.
1: Someone just brought that up to me the other day. I have not seen that movie. Oh, he's
0: really funny in Spy. He like, yeah. I think he improvs, but he makes up a lot of ridiculous... Circumstances for himself. <laughs> it's pretty good stuff.
1: Um, yeah. I feel like maybe I, my parents were watching that, and I was just doing something in the background, maybe. I don't know. I feel like I've seen some of that movie, but uh, I don't I don't quite remember.
0: My parents just called me to tell me how good Game Night was, which was like, well, our, our, you and I, we, we saw Game Night to, together. We yes. That was a funny-ass movie.
1: That was a good movie. And was, wasn't that the time... I got really sick or something. It was like afterwards, I think. Yeah. That was... I don't know what happened, but uh, I remember we saw that movie and then afterwards I just... uh, I was like going to pass out or something. Yeah. Yeah. But good movie.
0: Because all the drugs.
1: All the drugs. All these Hollywood drugs. Um,
0: Now you're in Burbank. (laughs) Safe and clean.
1: Burbank doesn't have drugs. It has... It has uh, health food crackers. Parking enforcers. <laughs> Parking enforcers. I don't know. It's, you know, I got to say, man, it's really cool. I've really enjoyed living here so far. It's, wow. It's been pretty it's a nice. Good two week review. Yeah. Um, you hear that,
0: city of Burbank? Uh, kick us some uh, some of that sweet uh, <laughs> tax money. Burbank. Yeah, tax so sweet money. Sweet tax, Burbank tax money. Kick it this way.
1: Burbank the podcast. <laughs> sponsored by burbank um but uh you think
0: town, town, some towns must have their own town-centric podcast. no just talking about like the issues like politics and stuff you know, you know like what crazy old mrs so-and-so did with her cats this week and all that stuff i
1: mean i'm, I'm sure there's not a rule against it right i'm sure that i'm sure it exists I think it would be funny if every town had that. No, but I'm sure I like, think it'd be great if on someone's payroll, on every city hall's payroll, they had a podcast. The official town podcast. And it's like a mandatory it's thing. It's
0: like you know how towns used to have the guy with the bell, like hear you, hear you. That's except, yeah. What's, except nowadays it's just a town podcaster. So you
1: could just be you could just have a federal job or a whatever a, a, a city job doing the podcast for your city. How great would that be, Alex? Pretty swell. But then you'd have some, you know, of course, I think quality control would be kind of bad for that kind of thing, and then you'd have a lot of bad hosts.
0: Well, for a town like Burbank, I think you could have, like, a pretty cool podcast if you just, like, interviewed locals every week. Because, like, this town oh, yeah. has got, like, two hundred and fifty, four hundred thousand. 400,000, I don't know how many, like, between those two numbers, people. Right. A lot of them are Oh, so you would
1: have guests on.
0: Probably. Okay. Like, you'd probably be, like, you know, have a little segment talking about what's important in the community like this vote's coming up better vote <laughs> you know right
1: like, so we just uh we we have the general manager from uh <laughs> from the the new city target uh he's come on the podcast to hell talk, you know it'd be interesting talk to us about target what?
0: <laughs> i mean like it'd be interesting to hear about what the manager of the new city targets even like wouldn't you want to hear? Uh, I
1: don't know that if I'd be interested stuff? in that. Well neither
0: would I. I wouldn't listen to it, but at least it's out there.
1: I mean I think if, I think some people would be though, yeah. I think some town folk would be. Talk about you
0: know, or you get the manager of like Portos or one of the local institutions. You get Bob's big boy himself.
1: Bar- <laughs> yeah. Talk this about the uh, lake though, we forgot we didn't. What's that?
0: Uh, never mind. Oh, it's in Toluca Lake. No, I forgot okay. we didn't answer that question. You uh, you posed you remember a few weeks ago you were like, oh, Is that right. Toluca Lake? And I'm like I don't fucking know. It, it
1: doesn't it seem like it would be a Burbank property though? It do, it like it almost like I don't feel like Toluca Lake would have a Bob's big boy. I don't that know. seems like such a Burbank Burbank's thing, Bob's big boy. But I don't know. Hey, everybody, why don't you write in and tell us uh, how wrong we are. <laughs> you just
0: look it up. It's pretty easy to figure out where Bob's Big Boy is. Fine. I'll look it up right the fuck now. Here, yeah. we're doing it right now. We're doing this right now. And afterwards, we'll go get some chili fries.
1: In the meantime, um, let's see. What can I say? Uh, hey, for the folks at home, I started watching Glow Season 2. Oh, yeah. Pretty good. Um, actually, so far, Burbank. a little bit better than Season 1. It's a Burbank. It is a Burbank property. All right. Really better, yeah. I'd say so. And then I watched maybe ten minutes of the new season of Orange Is the New Black, and I'm already, I'm already not into it. It's mm. they man, they have jumped the shark, Babe. hardcore. How so? Uh I mean, I, you're not gonna watch it, right? Yeah. So the first couple seasons are about this main character Piper, which nobody likes, including myself. But it was about. Her experience going to prison, Lady Prison, Lady Prison, and it was about the politics and the groups and how things work in this prison and how shitty prison is. Now, fast forward to season five, and it's literally the prisoners take over the prison, and then they start, and then it's like Batman No Man's Land, where they start making their own rules and they start like doing their own like politics and stuff. Why like they in- just escape. Uh, they well, I think maybe because there's SWAT outside or something. I don't know, but mm-hmm. I, I forget. But it basically turns into this thing where it's like, yeah, now we own the prison and like this is happening, that's happening, blah blah blah. And then so that whole thing ends at the end of season five, and then now we open to season six, and one of the one of the prisoners is crazy, not crazy, I, I don't know, but there is something wrong with her, and like really good actress and one of the best characters, but we're spending like a ha- maybe what it seemed like 20 minutes in just her brain Mm. seeing these things that are supposed to be weird, but it is, it really does feel like we're just wasting time on this. Mm. And I'm just sitting there going like, come on, like let's, (laughs) let's get to the next thing, please. But we'll see. I mean, obviously I'll try to finish out the season, Mm. have a better assessment, but for now that's, yeah.
0: My girlfriend's been watching through that show, Steven universe. Oh yeah. And so I've been watching a couple episodes here and there. It's a cute show. That's all I have to say about it, really.
1: Yeah. I watched the first, like, 60 episodes of that. Wow. There's a ton. There is a ton of episodes. So like the first season? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Uh,
0: Here it gets better as it goes on. I think it probably does, based on what I've seen.
1: I like it. Yeah, I think it, it's great. I watched
0: the pilot and be like, that's cute. Yeah. But now I've watched more. So it's cute.
1: It's good. Yeah. I can see uh, why
0: people like it, obviously.
1: Yes, and I think... Uh, I don't know if this is you know bringing up trash talk or whatever, but for people that complain about it, maybe don't. Who's complaining about it? <laughs> it's a it? great show. A lot of
0: people love that show. Or they uh, complain about like it because it has the because all TV, all kids TV shows look the same or whatever the that kind of thing. People are yeah, talking about these days. That kind of
1: thing, yeah. But you, know, I mean, you know.
0: the show's not even for you, guy. Right. You've been talking about anyway. So, I watched a movie about childhood. And growing up...
1: Really? It was Christopher Robin. Oh, look, Christopher Robin. Oh, Christopher Robin. And how was Christopher Robin? I thought
0: the first half was quite magical, in a sense. It uh-huh. was like... I don't know. I found the whole movie as a whole was very entertaining.
1: Uh-huh. I
0: really enjoyed it. I give it three stars out of four. Yeah. I, um, never, never a dull moment for me. Yeah. Um, I thought the first half was actually really interesting, because that was like the depressing half. But it was kind of like, you know, about growing up and childhood lost and like trying to sort of be an adult, but you got these memories and all that stuff. And I kind of found it not like moving necessarily, but I found it kind of poetic and kind of interesting and sad at a couple of points. And mm-hmm. Wayne the Pooh's like, oh, you let me down, Christopher, but not like, you know, in the, in the, <laughs> the Wayne the Pooh way that he does it where he's like not directly saying it that way.
1: I would laugh my ass off if he was saying that you but let the- me down. You let me down, over Robin. Anyways,
0: uh, no. And the second half is more kind of like wacky, crazy. Uh, Winnie the Pooh's f- dumb friends are uh, having hijinks in London. Oh, like dumb. I mean, like they're like actually dumb. So they know? go into
1: the real world.
0: Well, they're yeah. I like the movie. Isn't pulled no punches in that. Like Winnie the Pooh is oh is just real. He's just real. He's not yeah. a figment of no one's imagination. He just is. He just exists, which I appreciate. But well, they didn't try. To, they didn't do the whole. Is he real? Is he, just a, is he just a figment of his mind? He's like, oh, we're when the poo shows up and everyone can hear him talk and everyone can see him move, he's real.
1: Right, yeah. Which
0: I like. Um, and yeah, and then, like, Tigger and, like, you know, and the rest of them, some of them get, like, wrapped in this whole adventure. And uh, well, Pooh's there, too. But oh, not yeah. as involved. And then, like, it ends really silly in, like, a, the most cartoonish, cliche kind of way you can possibly imagine. Um, you know, so, like, imagine, here's a scenario. uh uh-huh. Christopher Robinson's an adult. He's got a, a boring job, and he's yeah. got to fix the job before, by this deadline. But then, like, you know, Pooh invades his life, and he's got to deal with both of these things now.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, now, imagine how that situation ends. It well, ends just, that way.
1: Just Pooh helps him save the day, and uh, he saves his job, and then he's friends with Pooh.
0: Yep. I mean, like, it's more, it's more cliche than that, where it's one of those things where, like, Pooh helps him get, like, some... Off, off the wall idea which he like pitches right. to the boss and the boss is like that's stupid but then the boss's boss is like up, 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 up. I'm a character now right, too yeah. and that's actually a good idea and you Whoa, that's are, a fantastic uh, idea initial boss you're in some real hot soup this time and like it's like come on yeah. we've seen a hundred times it's fine it's just a little hokey and like I'm sorry if I'm spoiling it but like it's not really what happens it's how it happens that's important uh-huh. and I really enjoyed the like I said the first half of the movie was I thought Just real surprisingly really great. And then the second half is just kind of like just kind of Paddington but less good.
1: Right. Isn't would
0: recommend though. I would say I had a good time, would definitely recommend it if you just need to get out of the heat and see a fun, cutesy movie.
1: Isn't Agent Carter in that movie? As the wife?
0: Barely as a character, unfortunately. Mm, Barely a character. It sucks.
1: See bad. I was I was uh, I was looking forward to that that actress Doing a lot more. I thought she was gonna. I thought she was gonna actually kind of. She was doing a lot of
0: television. She was on the show Conviction. that got canceled.
2: Oh,
1: she was she on, on, on Agent, show, Carter, Agent Carter. That, that got, got canceled.
2: canceled.
0: She was in the. Uh, you know, she'll be around. Yeah. She can show up in flashbacks in Ant Man three or whatever.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, that was her in Captain America two and three. Right. Yeah. They just They just put. Just makeup two. on her? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. She wasn't. At three, she green.
0: was inside a coffin.
1: Right, she, they put her in the coffin. She showed up on
0: set for that day just to be in the coffin.
1: They're like, yeah, we didn't really tell you what your role is yet. but uh, It's
0: like, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, Russo Brothers, I've noticed I don't have any, on this page of the script, I don't have any lines. Um, and then the next page, I don't have any lines. Um, <laughs> it's because you're
1: dead. <laughs> so Go ahead, step into this coffin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyways, I'm still shocked that her makeup in Captain America Part Two. It's pretty great. Uh, it's CG. Oh, we watched the behind the scenes. She's just like wears she's just normal her face with a bunch of dots on it, and wow. she's wearing computer face. And I like never noticed until someone told me that.
1: Pretty, it was done fantastically. Yeah. Oh, hey, guess what? Uh, Marvel Comics just did. They just relaunched. Fantastic Four, and put a bunch of Fantastic Four arcs into other people's comics. So what do you mean? Put a,
0: how do you insert an arc in the middle of someone else's comic?
1: They just have the Fantastic Four in f- being guest starred in these other people's comics.
0: Were they like comic-wise in the lore? Were they like missing or something? Were they like? No,
1: we were on vacation. No. Now we're back. No, it was uh, for a while. It was uh, the thing was on the Guardians of the Galaxy. And then it was like there was a comic of the thing in the Human Torch just palling around. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, Reed Richards and uh, Susan Richards were just off being a They have children continuity? In Marvel Comics? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. Because like, I don't know if it's like the reboot or what, like the ultimate universe. One of them's evil. I don't know who's what anymore.
1: I, the alternate universe doesn't exist anymore. If
0: they brought them into the MCU, do you think they'd bring the kids with them?
1: Not yet. I doubt it. I would love to have an aged Fantastic Four. Honestly, I don't need to see an origin story for them. I don't need to. S- I would love to just have like, hey, here's a seasoned Fantastic Four. We don't need I to I think sit here. yeah, the
0: the those two guys should be married already, and that's all you need.
1: Well, you know what you do? You know, be interesting. Is if I this is just me spitballing? What if it was like, hey, the Fantastic Four they went out into space. Back in whatever the late '60s, Mm. they don't come back until now.
0: I was just thinking that that they got frozen something, but they have that '60s aesthetic still, right?
1: But they're yeah, they're the same age from the '60s, but they they've just magically come back now, and they're like, oh shit, this is like Austin Powers. Yeah, like now (laughs) that
0: Captain America is all acclimated to normal times, then you get these wacky '60s people, and it's like, oh shit, again the whole thing again, but funny.
1: And since Chris Evans won't be around, you get Bucky Barnes, or rather, Sebastian Stan to be like, hey, I know, I know what it's like to be uh, a man at a time.
0: It's a good impression of him. It is. <laughs> isn't
1: it, though? Yeah, uh, Fantastic Four. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know what it's like. I'm Bucky Barnes.
0: <laughs> I'd like to see if... Um, I like Sebastian Stan a lot. Uh, it'd be funny if for the, his character, though, and like, and like, okay, White Wolf, whatever you go by nowadays, we're going to... Put you in a lab and we're going to inject you full of all this charisma juice.
1: Charisma juice. And then uh, we'll see what happens. And then he just turns (laughs)
0: into a cartoon character. like a super soldier serum, but it's just for charisma. (laughs) Just so we can, like, you know, lead his own Captain America movie or whatever.
1: You know what bums me out is they got rid of his grill. What? That grill.
0: Like his, like, face mask?
1: Yeah. Because that made him look so fucking cool.
0: It was like one movie, though.
1: It was just in that one movie. I know they should have like they, sh- I don't know whatever reason to keep that for, but I wish they would have kept that because it was pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, it'd be cool for like the battlefield on in, in Infinity War, like you put it on, just like yeah, the, the battle,
1: the battle of Naboo in Infinity War.
0: Yeah, whatever's going on there.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> all
0: those space dogs.
1: They're killing themselves. Well, yeah,
0: gets the job done.
1: God, I hope that movie comes out on Blu-ray soon. It's
0: on digital right now, so oh, it's Blu-ray okay. in a couple of weeks, I think.
1: Yeah, I'll watch the shit out of that movie. still have to get Black Panther. Oh, man. Um, Speaking of gangbusters, Black Panther. Just
0: crossed 700 million. Really? Like, squeaked by it.
1: Domestically, of course, because mm-hmm. it's the, already passed a billion, isn't it?
0: One of a few movies to do so.
1: Right. Yeah, worldwide. One I mean, of it's, three it's... movies
0: to pass 700 domestically, which is that. Wow. Uh, the Force Awakens, and I th- I'm going to assume like... Not Infinity Ti- War? Titanic or Avatar or something.
1: So Infinity War made less domestically. Infinity War at the
0: moment is like at 675. At the moment. But it probably won't. Interesting, yeah. okay. Let me check the box office modos, see what the other third movie is. But yeah, so that's... Imp- I, it was like at 699 for weeks, and I was like, come on, that sucks. 699, oh. you got to be kidding me.
1: This is this just box office sales?
0: Yeah, just any domestic box office gross.
1: How does it? Okay, so how does it pass? Is it just like in second run theaters? Or, I I'm yeah, confused. Probably. Okay,
0: Avatar is, is the second. Oh, okay. So, Force Awakens with nine hundred and thirty-six million dollars domestic. Wow. Avatar was seven hundred and sixty, and Black Panther was seven hundred. Wow. And then Avengers is fourth with seven sixty-eight. And then Titanic and Jurassic World, the regular Avengers, Last Jedi. Et cetera, et cetera, Holy shit,
1: so Infinity War is not even on... Oh, no, 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 but you mean Avengers Infinity War is, yeah. is... is Oh, okay, gotcha. It's number four. Oh,
0: okay. So, gotcha. yeah, so, you know, Marvel currently has the third and fourth best domestic movies of all time. Jesus. On the boat, and Disney owns all four of the, of the top <laughs> ones. Oh, let me see. Um, Disney owns currently, after the Fox thing, owns... Um. Close the page. Now, uh, so they own one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of the top ten highest-grossing domestic films of all time.
1: Now, okay, you know what I find interesting? Because I know what side of the coin you're on with this, but I keep coming back to this, and that is why. Like, I feel like movies should be adjusted uh, to inflation when it comes to how much they gross. And I know there's a lot of people on the other side of that where they're like, no, that shouldn't count. It should just be how much the money is. Mm-hmm. But what? I sort of feel like if you adjust it to, uh, it, you know, if you adjust it to inflation, like I'm fairly certain it's a different list of movies, isn't it? Like, yeah. isn't Gone with the Wind on there? Yeah, and, like, it
0: probably won't ever be off there.
1: Right. Um, but I mean, okay. So like, what is the validity though in that? Like, I I'm just curious, or the invalidity, I suppose.
0: Um about what? Who?
1: I guess what I mean is like why should we be like, oh hey, Force Awakens is the uh top grossing of all time when in fact if you adjust it to inflation it's not.
0: It's number eleven.
1: Do you know what I mean though?
0: Yeah, I don't I think I don't care about the inflation thing because it's also tricky because like a lot of the top grossing movies in that list are also been re released like half a dozen times in their run. Uh-huh. And so it's like hard to say what has a bigger impact than what. So
1: oh, okay. Gotcha. And I think,
0: yeah, so I don't know. So yeah, Gone with the Wind, still number one. Probably will be forever. Wow. Because it made, if it was released today, it would have made $1.8 billion <laughs> domestic. So.
1: Holy shit. What, now let me ask you something. And in addition
0: to his various re releases, as I said.
1: Gone with the Wind, at the time, what did it do?
0: Oh, I don't I know. I guess what
1: I mean culturally speaking, like what was the impact of that movie? Cuz well, it was obviously... based on
0: a book that people were like clamoring to see on screen anyways, and I think it executed on those ideas really well. People okay. were like it was like a big to-do when they were making the book. Oh, Okay. And then like uh so I think it was just like a well-executed version of a movie everyone wanted to see. And so it just like, you know, both those things together made it a big hit.
1: Right. Okay. Cuz for me, I I just I don't really... I didn't really enjoy it when I watched it. It... I mean, it, it wasn't bad filmmaking, but I just suppose, like, I was like, well, all right.
0: It's kind of like, you know, sort of similar to like, uh, like, you know, when Return of the King was the easiest example because it won 11 Academy Awards and mm-hmm. not made for Best Picture and all that stuff. Um or one base picture. And, you know, so that was like a book, you know, it was a thing everyone wanted and was executed excellently. And so everyone was like, oh my God. And so I made a bazillion dollars, you know?
1: Right. Yeah. 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 movies
0: multiple times. And I'll th- I think it was the culture back then was also different where going to the movies was like a big deal. And it's like what you would do and you just do it over and over and over again. Yeah. So, nowadays it's more of a, uh, a selective thing. It's a lot more unusual to sort of well, comp- see movies more than
1: once. You're competing with a lot more media nowadays like than people, you were then. People
0: back then would just go to the movies on a weekend. The next week, they just go to the movies and they see what's out, you know,
1: right? You and look, that's the thing that I mean, that was before VHS, even uh, that it was before, before VHS, TV. Yeah.
0: So, if you want to see it, you had to see it. And, like, in the 60s, they'll re release it again. And you got to see it again, otherwise, you're never going to see it totally.
1: Even like, even up until the 80s, right? Yeah. Like, like when st- oh, we were watching this thing about uh, uh, the, the toys that make us, uh, as a Netflix thing, it's just talking about toys, and they're talking about okay, so with toy or with movies with toy tie-ins like you need to make sure that you're getting these toys out before the movie leaves theaters because then it just disappears yeah. basically and they are talking about Star Wars they're saying like well okay Star Wars is going to be in theaters for however long and then it just disappears and then it's gone forever basically so it's like any merchandise you have to do like you have to do it you know while while the iron is hot Whereas nowadays, you, there, that, that ticking clock yeah. is like didn't, not a thing.
0: Didn't Star Wars sort of change the game merchandise-wise by like kind of like inventing new things for merchandise, and also, well, Star Wars released Star Wars like two or th- like two or three times before Empire Strikes Back even came out.
1: Oh, they like re-released the, it two or three times,
0: or like around the in the eighties. Like there was like I think there was probably like a one or two re-releases before. Uh, oh, Empire Strikes wow. Back and After Empire Strikes Back, I think there were double features. Like in the 1982 re-release of Star Wars, it was when they added Episode Four and Episode Five to the titles officially oh. for Return of the Jedi, which was the first Star Wars to have Episode. I six. didn't know that
1: they were re-releasing those movies. Yeah,
0: they just did and That's what they did back then. They were like, you know, there was a thing, famously, and like even like in Close Encounters of the, th- uh, of the Third Kind, there was like, hey, Pinocchio's back in theaters. You want to go see Pinocchio? Oh, uh, they would right. just do that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, nowadays they. Nowadays, there's no, certain on, theaters that do that. Well, the certain there's theaters like that throwback do throwback Thursdays like, and you stuff.
0: Yeah, like draft House type theaters and yeah. New Beverly type theaters. And then um, also, you have uh, some places do like the whole vault thing that like doesn't like the Disney oh, Vault, where it's yeah. like this is going on Blu-ray, but only for a bit.
1: Well, oh right, the Disney Vault. Yeah, it makes sense. Everybody's like, favorite. The, I, I don't mind it. We're taking it out of the vault. Oh, you, you snooze, you lose. Fuck you. It's back in the vault.
0: I don't mind that so I, <laughs> man, I buy everything so. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) That's what Jiminy Cricket says Yeah uh,
1: Lamley right now is showing Bond films They have a whole month full of Bond films Oh you should
0: go to those Too bad you don't live near the Lamley anymore
1: well, there's one in Glendale that's like right up the freeway there. What bomb
0: films are they showing? I mean, I just watched uh, just watched Skyfall the other day. That movie's fucking kick
1: ass. You might be bummed out, but they're they're okay. So they're showing uh, a Sean Connery movie. I forget which one it is.
0: So there's like a one seven chance that I get it right.
1: The only George Lazenby movie.
0: That's to make sense.
1: Uh, a one Roger Moore movie.
0: They're probably showing probably like From Russia with Love a gold Goldfinger. If they're gonna do just one more or I think uh, it's, just one uh, Connery movie.
1: Uh, uh, uh yeah.
0: Well, it's probably one of those because those are the best ones. If they want to just do like the right. best of the best for Roger Moore, it's probably the Spy Love Me. That's that one. They're just doing best of the best.
1: And then they have a Timothy Dalton one. Is it probably Living licensed. I mm,
0: for some reason people like Living Daylights more than License to Kill. I'm the opposite, but
1: I th- could have sworn it was License to it Kill. It might be License
0: to Kill. It probably is then. I like then, License to Kill a lot. And then the
1: last one they're showing, of course Skyfall nope it's goldeneye yeah yeah well no you know. daniel craig ones too too recent i guess right well
0: that's still that's a great a great little uh swath they got over there except for on your Majesty's secret service is kind of lowest on that list
1: we're <laughs> planning to see at least goldeneye in theaters have so. you never
0: you've seen goldeneye before though
1: i have goldeneye but exactly. i haven't seen it in theaters dun, dun. could you ma- you haven't seen that in theaters have you no you should go we should go Hey, to our listeners, giving our <laughs> information away.
0: No, um, we'll see. I mean, like I've been watching rewatching a lot of bonds, so don't want to be too bonded out. Yeah, almost done with my spur of the moment kind of series rewatch.
1: Oh, of goal of uh, the whole series, James Bond? Yeah, I have like five. You've seen all of them, or you've seen most of them by this point.
0: I mean, I've seen all of them multiple times well yeah but it's like for some reason like you know occasionally i'll be like ah, i haven't seen a james bond in a while and then i'll like next week i'll be like right, let's watch another james bond yeah and so because my girlfriend hasn't seen most of, my girlfriend hasn't seen most of them so i'm kind of just going through them at this point right and um
1: are you going in order
0: no it's just kind of whatever so right now the problem is we've kind of gotten rid of most of the good ones oh, so my like all God. we have now is thunderball and uh, the Living Daylights, and uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, and and uh, and and uh, uh, the World Is Not Enough, and Spectre. That's, wow! So it's like not a great, not a great Spectre's selection. Spectre's not so bad. No, it's the best of the bunch, but still, it's like not a great selection. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, hey, have fun with that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like they're perfectly fine. Tomorrow Never Dies. Fun fact: cause that was the first Bond movie we saw.
1: Tomorrow Never Dies. It's the
0: one where James Bond's in China with the the, the broadcaster dude.
1: I honestly think the first one I saw was probably The World Is Not Enough. And I saw it in theaters.
0: I saw it. Well, see, I rented. The first one I saw in theaters was Die Another Day. Pity me. Um, I rented Tomorrow Never Dies first. Because I was like after GoldenEye. And I was around the time The World Is Not Enough. The N64 game was coming out. Right. And I was like, I love GoldenEye. I might as well watch these James Bond movies. And that was the first one I rented. Oh uh, okay, I don't know why I didn't rent.
1: Golden okay yes yeah, so Goldeneye was the first one I saw in general. It's a good one, but it was a home watch, of course. And then, and then world not, world is not enough as I saw that in yeah. theaters. Yeah. I was
0: lucky that my parents for Christmas bought me, um, Casino not Casino I'm sorry, uh, Gold uh, Goldfinger and the For Russia with Love on VHS like just like a you know, just VHS's, and I would just watch them over and over and over again, just those two. Oh, wow. And like, I would go to, we also had this ridiculous deal, I don't know if I've ever told this in the air before, we had this ridiculous deal with now-defunct Hollywood video, thanks to us, where they gave us free movie rentals, unlimited movie rentals for a whole year, just as many movies as we wanted, whenever we wanted. Wow. And so we go every Friday and just get stacks of movies, and I got, like, all the James Bond movies. I would go by How Cool the Cover Looked. So Moonraker was really disappointing because I had a pretty cool cover because like, James Bond in space <laughs> and Moonraker's stupid.
2: Right. And like yeah. a lot of
0: them, like I saw most of them that way. The ones I didn't see, I think up to that point until I got like the big uh, 20 movie collection.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, also for my birthday or whatever, around that time, Uh was I think I didn't see On Your Majesty's Secret Service and The Living, or the Living Daylights mm. and... uh for your eyes only. Those were like the only few, only three I hadn't seen. And now, surprisingly, for your eyes only, my favorite Moore movie. I think. Oh. I think it's every time I see it, it goes up, up, up that list. And um, well, that's basically the only funny thing about that. That's it. That's <laughs> the end of the story.
1: All right. Yeah, I'm thinking. Uh, again, I, I mean, it's a huge undertaking to watch all the Bond movies, but one of these days, I, I do really want to start doing that. It's good stuff so and and seeing it as an adult, too, I think it would be different than seeing it as a kid I mean like I, I, you know i've I've seen a lot of uh, some of the old ones, like the Sean Connery ones I saw probably as like a young teenager, mm-hmm. and it's just like, well, I'd like to see these as an adult now to have more context because back then I was just like, yeah, this is like old. And boring kinda
0: Yeah, I rewatch them like every couple of years and so like it's like usually I don't glean that much new information, but sometimes it's like, oh man, that's like even more racist than I could have than I thought last time. Oh yeah. You know. That mostly that. But usually it's not so bad. (laughs) I mean like they're not saying that they aren't. The James Bond series in the past isn't been pretty misogynistic and racist, but Right, yeah. You know, they're getting over it, thankfully, with the new ones. (laughs) More or less. Yeah, they get better. I can't wait for that new one. What's uh? It's weird because the end of Spectre is the only time that Daniel Craig gets away with a lady, so it's weird what they're gonna do because that's like that's part that's part of the series, right? Is that James Bond usually drives off into the sunset with somebody? Right. This is the first time Daniel Craig's done it, so it feels significant. So I wonder if that's if it is the first time he's play it it off like it was just like another end of a classic Bond movie where the next movie starts and like that person's just never seen again, or if it's gonna be like a like a born supremacy thing, where she gets killed immediately.
1: I don't really, I don't really recall there being a Bond babe in like, Skyfall. Was there?
0: No, Emma was more or less the Bond girl, if you will. Right. Yeah. I and mean, then there I was, a, that was there was a Bond babe. She like got shot pretty much immediately. Okay. Which is also pardon. That's kind of the classic Bond way. A Bond meets some girl, usually seduces them, and they end up getting killed one way or another. And Bond's right. like, "Oops." Yeah. That happens all the time. Yeah. That happens. I can't. It doesn't happen. In Spectre. That person actually gets saved. I think. I think Monica Bellucci ended up getting is like put into 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 like, you know, the state like takes care of her. But it happens in Casino Royale. Happens in Quantum Solace. Every time James Bond, you know, involves himself with some other some lady, they get brutally murdered and tortured. probably Yeah. First.
1: Yeah. R.I.P. Am I right? Yeah. That's just it's a serious tradition. <laughs> <sighs> all right there was well, a
0: rumor a continued rumor that the producers are looking for Idris Elba to be the new bond which I say he's still too old by the time they get a bond 26 or whatever off the ground he's gonna be like 49
1: or something like that yeah like, I mean you can
0: do that for one movie but to do a whole like you know I, I think I've told said that in the past but one uh, you gotta be 10 year a 10 year commitment to be bond if you're pushing 60 yeah. by the time you're done being bond that's gross
1: right yeah and hey, they've done that before and it yeah, is and it was gross. gross.
0: It's really gross when Roger Moore was like fifty eight when he did uh A View to a Kill.
1: Yeah, and when Pierce Brosnan was probably pushing like fifty or so in that last one he did, it was like, uh, eh, he's old. You
0: like, and Daniel Craig's getting up there, you know?
1: <laughs> yes, he is. Um, and was, whatever that non uh that non licensed Bond movie with Sean Connery coming oh, back in yeah. the eighties.
0: It's so weird because that movie was 1983 or five. Mm. Hold on. Three. Dr. Bush
2: was 83.
0: Oh. And like six years later, five years later, he's... Sean Connery is in Last Crusade looking like an old man. It's right. It's like, what happened?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like
0: he already looked kind of old, but like he like really just like embraced <laughs> the old man nature, you know? It's or even beard. like 87, he was it's in uh, Untouchables looking old. So yeah, he just grew that beard and then he's like, oh, yep. Yeah. He, like yeah. he embraced the gray hair, got a beard, looking great. Uh, never say never again. Not so much. <laughs> and that movie has some creepy sexual assault in that movie too.
1: I d- I've heard too many bad Don't things watch about that one. it. That one, yeah, really,
0: it's a it's you know it's a, it's a it, it's it tries not to be a cheap knockoff, but it is. And there's a part where James Bond pretends to be a masseuse and starts touching. Kim Bassinger all over. It's like, and oh, then, Kim Bassinger's in there. Yeah, and then he like leaves, and Kim Bassinger's like, "Oh, that scamp!" It's like, "No, that's not cool. <laughs> that's not cool at all." Movie. What are you talking about?
1: Oh man, yeah. I've heard too many bad things. I mean, I'm curious for sure. That's a, a, that's, a deep, that's
0: a watch. That's I've watched all 24 and need something else to watch. Right. That's what you do in that situation.
1: <laughs> oh my god.
0: Directed by Irvin Kershner, director of The Empire Strikes Back.
1: Yeah. Oh, who's directed
0: yeah. pretty much only one great movie?
1: I don't know his repertoire.
0: Robocop two, Never Ugh. Say Never Again, Empire Strikes Back, and a bunch of stuff I never heard of. Wow. So Empire Strikes Back's a phenomenal film, so it's obviously well, he's a good sure, director. Yeah. I think he's like a more of a let's get this stuff shot kind of director, from what I understand. Right. Rest in peace, they've encouraged me to get some good stuff. <laughs> great with working with actors. The performances in all those movies are great. I've never seen RoboCop 2, though, so...
1: Oh, yeah. Well, you know, RoboCop 2 is sort of the, the artsy one of, of the bunch, you know? Is it, it really? They, involved, they get, the they Ver- get Ver- a little Ver-Oven bit more psychological. They get a little bit deeper into RoboCop's brain. Are you joking or not? <laughs> yeah, I... Uh,
0: isn't the Verhoeven one really artsy in a, in a sense due to its satire?
1: The first movie is excellent. The first movie is a masterpiece. And if you don't get it then watch it again because it's great. It's basically the Bible. Uh, yeah,
0: that's yeah, like didn't you hear Paul over in your home? It's like, "Yeah, he's he's like he's like Jesus." I'm like there's a lot of Jesus imagery. <laughs> At the end he's walking on water and stuff. Get it?
1: Yeah, I don't think if, I don't think RoboCop is Jesus, but
0: he's st- a Christ-like figure. Still resurrected like, and stuff. Right. And he shoots that guy in the
1: dick. He does shoot that guy in the dick. You've seen that, I think it's like Funny or Die or something, where it's just him shooting people in the dicks? Yeah, you told me about it. Oh, okay. But have you seen it? Probably. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure they just recycled some RoboCop footage, but then put in new footage of people with their dicks out, and then their dicks getting shot off.
0: It wasn't out in that movie. He got shot through the pants.
1: Well, in this Funny or Die short... They're just ha- Ew, hanging bare so cool. dong Ew. and then he shoots he shoots the ticks well, and then they blow up. It's
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's comedy.
1: It's very graphic. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean it sounds funny.
1: Yeah.
0: Um so I think the last new movie I saw was a classic not classic, but it was a newer studio Ghibli film. Oh. Which I hadn't seen before. Um, I don't know if you have you heard of uh, The Tale of Princess Kaguya. <sighs> no I think it's a it's well I, I don't want to get his name wrong so I'm not gonna say it I forget the director's name specifically okay he something are they tuck something sorry um, but it's a it's a like a watercolor painterly kind of style almost oh okay And it's very beautiful That's and there's cool. some parts where it goes real intense with its animation where it's like every frame background and character animated as one drawing you yeah know, they flip through it it looks really neat Really well done, gorgeous movie. Um, Story wise, a little slow, hmm. I guess. Like it's an art. It's it's more of an art film than anything else. Yeah, I'd say. Um, in terms of it's what to uh, like, what you want to watch it for. But um, yeah, it's really really pretty.
2: That's
1: cool. And, and, and I'm sorry. Can you tell me the name of it again? The Tale of Princess Kaguya. Oh okay. Well yeah, I you know I I love those movies those uh Ghibli Ghibli yeah i always uh, that people pronounce it differently and i i always worry that i'm getting it wrong but it doesn't matter uh i love that studio and those are great movies so yes alex we're uh we we're, we're hitting 130 right now i think i think it's time to i think it's time to shut this down what do oh, you yeah. think
0: oh, i thought we were trying to go a little extra long for the oh we
1: are extra long i well okay hey i I don't know what,
0: what. Well, I don't know. I th- okay, I mean, you, that's it. That's all you've seen.
1: Well, I mean, I saw Blind Spotting. I saw Mission Impossible. I saw Black Klansman, but I don't want to talk about you that until the next anything? episode. Oh well, we just just watched uh, rewatched uh, Anchorman: The Tales of Ron Burgundy with
0: the fake movie they made with all the scraps from the first movie.
1: No, no, I'm talking about the first movie. Oh, it's
0: Wake Up, Ron Burgundy. That's the one.
1: Oh, you know about that? Never, no, never heard oh, of it. Oh, they
0: filmed so much footage for the for Anchorman, and like they scrapped like a bunch of subplots because like they kind of didn't know what the movie was while they we were filming it. Oh, interesting. But they made like an entire second, essentially feature length movie just based off the scraps of these subplots that they can't, they wow. cut out of the movie and released it on DVD as like a companion film. That's crazy. Like it's like a crazy. bonus disc. Um, yeah. No. How is Anchorman still? Is it good?
1: It holds up. I. I mean, it's it's definitely worth some laughs and stuff. the The interesting thing about comedies and the odds is you can you can really. We're at the point now where we can really tell.
0: <laughs> what was that? Oh seven.
1: No, it was that was sooner than that. No,
0: it was. It was sooner it was than oh seven.
1: It was probably 04. oh four because it was. Oh, no, you look it up. It was before Talladega Nights. Oh yeah. And that was that was like oh five, right? That was probably oh five. Yeah, but
0: So it's probably oh four. That movie like took my high school by storm. Which one? The Anchorman. Oh yeah. Well at least in my family it was a big deal too. Um I don't know. I can't recall it being like at the same time now.
1: Two thousand four. Yeah. So Yeah.
2: And it's what, not was it the summer
0: of O four? Probably Okay, probably. It was because uh, that was like right before I got into college, or high school, so it was. Uh, that's probably why I don't remember being watched middle school. Because I remember like um, Napoleon Dynamite had far more like middle school relevance to oh, me. Oh man, I feel
1: that was two thousand four. That was, that also, was summer two thousand. That 2000. Early? It was also summer. 2000? Summer two thousand. Okay, then it was maybe like it was a both, June movie. I
0: forget, but either way, those were both like big. In, at least with my my siblings, those are big quotable movies.
1: Man, I told you that Napoleon Dynamite. We saw that movie with it, it right when it came out. We were in an empty theater right when this Napoleon movie came out, Napoleon Dynamite movie came out, and then we're like, Holy shit, this movie's amazing, right? And no one knew about it yet, and everybody just thought, well, whatever, this is gonna just come and leave and no one gives a shit. And then just like one or two weeks later, it just was like everywhere. Mm-hmm. It was insane.
0: I think it was in a similar situation. I don't think it was like an empty theater, but it was definitely like right when it was still like just the whispers.
2: Right. Like yeah. have you heard about this? <laughs>
0: Before it was like a huge, you know, thing and everyone was like, you know, eat, teen, eat, your, eat your fucking spaghetti or whatever the line is. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, it's yeah. The, it's eat, not the line. Eat I'm eat just your
1: making... Lo- You're... Uh, oh, shit. What is he saying?
0: Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That's a good movie. I should get that movie.
1: Napoleon Dynamite?
0: You know, I was thinking just this morning, actually. Huh. That... There's two movies, I was thinking, actually. Not just... One from, like, two days ago. One from just this morning. Uh-huh. Movies that are uh, in the... In which, like, the annals of lost time. Or, like, the, the great lost movies of history, I guess. Uh-huh. One of them is Nacho Libre. Mm. Nobody talks about that. No, not because, like, they're good or bad or, or whatever. It's just, like, those are movies that had no impact. Nobody talks about anymore. Not because they're good or they're bad. They just kind of, like... Had, like, middling reviews and didn't make much money and they just disappeared
1: I mean, that was the big follow-up yeah. for Jared Hess after Napoleon Dynamite, and it just...
0: It wasn't bad. I don't remember it being bad. I just don't remember it being anything. I like, it don't remember was, it.
1: it. It was, it was basically uh, as silly but less memorable version of Napoleon Dynamite. I
0: haven't seen any of Jared Hess's other work. He what hasn't had... Gentleman Broncos. Broncos. I-, I enjoyed that. That we was fun. Did, did some TV shows and stuff. I Don think.
1: Verdeen was kind of like a nothing... He was kind of nothing. That was like, I think, his most recent. I think that was like 2017. I think he was in or the or
0: running like 20... to do the Spider-Man movie. He which was for a cool. second. For
1: Spider-Man Homecoming. Nah, man. Well, we well, we'll see how Homecoming
0: uh, was. I don't think it would have been... You know, it's different. It's hard to say. I, so, I can't picture Jared I'd like to Hest see him doing doing do action. some sort of fun movie. A lot of times these directors have... Second unit directors that take care of the action sequences, and they're mostly oh, there yeah. for the comedy and the stuff. Like Tim Burton, for, like didn't really do know how to do action, so like he had like a lot of second hand, second unit director help for the oh, uh, yeah. Batman stuff. Interesting. Like he was there for the visual look and that kind of thing. Um, that's not uncommon to have really strong second unit directors.
1: You know, honestly, what I would say, and you might not agree with me on this, but hey, man, just do uh, fucking. Napoleon Dynamite reunion? No, there's no point. I, hey, I listen. I would go and watch that.
0: I wouldn't. Like it's like it's it's it, there's no point. I don't want to see that again. It's the one done. Let it die. All right. Anyways, in the other movie, that was like no one talks about this movie anymore. This was kind of a bigger movie. This is a uh, lost to uh, lost to history movies. uh Prince of Persia: The Sands of Time. Do you remember this movie?
1: It was Jake Gyllenhaal, it was that right? That Jake
0: Gyllenhaal. That movie would never—you could not get away with that these days. Thankfully. Well,
1: hey, that infamous, that that famous Persian actor, Jake Gyllenhaal. Like you
0: know, like thankfully nowadays, when like you know, like they try to cast like a white guy as an Asian, like that new Hellboy movie, like everyone's like that's fucked up, and the guy, and like you know, someone will. What like,
1: was in the new Hellboy movie? Yeah,
0: there was a, one of the agents, the BPRD agents, was um, yeah, using uh, I think he's Japanese. I forget. Um, but he's, he's Asian, and they cast the guy that played like the first guy that played. I fucking can't remember anyone's name because of the whiskey. Um, you know, like Daenerys is like Squeeze in Game of Thrones, like that like mercenary dude. Uh huh. Like the, yes. the first actor to play that guy, actor. Was yeah, was cast as this character, and then everyone's like, "That's fucked up," and he's like, Why? "Oh, I," and then he released a statement, be like. Oh, I didn't really realize that this was a thing. I'm stepping away from the project. Sorry, everyone. And okay. then they cast um, an Asian actor. Okay, um, interesting. Even though he's not, I think he's Korean and not Japanese, but that's a whole other hmm. thing. Um, but like nowadays, if you cast Jake Gyllenhaal as a Persian person, I think he would probably that movie would probably be, uh, you know, a lot of shit slung at it, rightfully so. <laughs> and there was shit slung at it too, but like, like not to the the amount that you get nowadays. Because I think it's kind of bullshit that. Uh, You'd be doing that,
1: yeah. I, and I'm, I'm actually happy that we've very uh, aggressively, well, not we, but I'm very happy that the film industry has very aggressively taken action to correct that. It's kind mostly
0: because they just don't—they're avoiding controversy, Well, not sure. because they actually like have like you know. Like, scruples?
1: Uh, no, they don't have scruples. But I'm I'm glad that I I guess what I'm saying is I'm glad our culture has shifted to a point where we're, where we are demanding that, so therefore the issue has been corrected, mm-hmm. and now yeah that, like, ki- that no, kind that uh, kind of misinterpretation or mis uh, representation in movies is not yeah.
0: So now Aladdin's not being played by Jake Nahal. Aladdin just has like a, dupe, a dopey white guy friend in this new movie,
1: right. <laughs> Yeah. So baby steps. He wasn't... Wait, hold on. Jake Gyllenhaal wasn't going to be Aladdin. No, I'm just saying. Okay. Now it's,
0: you have an actual Middle Eastern actor playing oh,
1: Aladdin. Oh, gotcha. Or like okay. a Middle Eastern character. Got but you. Like, you still
0: have to have a token white guy somehow.
1: Speaking of which, I haven't heard shit about that Aladdin movie. It's coming out
0: next summer. Why does it need to be?
1: I want, I want to hear something.
0: I mean, I'm, I'm hoping to see a Hellboy trailer. Speaking of Hellboy, I actually finally... I reread the uh, the arc that the new movie's based on. Mm-hmm. God damn, it's a good arc.
1: Oh, okay, good.
0: Yeah. It's so weird. Like, Hellboy kind of seamlessly transitions from, like, spooky, steampunky-ish Nazi scientist to, like, fucking full-on fairy tale folklore shit. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. You know? It's just anything of mystery, you know? Yeah,
0: but, like, you know, by like, the time like this stuff's happened, it's like, Hellboy's like... Talking to King Arthur and fighting dragons and shit. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you haven't read that far, I assume?
1: I haven't read much of anything when it comes to Hellboy. So Boy. it's
0: definitely more like Hellboy 2, but still Hellboy 2 is still very Del Toro-y. Yeah. Like, if they said they're going dark, and I think there's a lot of room for a rated R Hellboy, because they said they're doing R. Yeah,
1: they should, they should make it lower budget. They should make it rated R, and just, you know... Pre- preserve the brand. I, I want it, it would be cool if they could just be making like five Hellboy movies.
0: Yeah, well, the thing about this was interesting because I've been re- reading this. It's like, it's kind of odd. Like, the first Hellboy books, where it's just like Hellboys in a castle fighting Nazis, that you can do pretty cheap. But, like, by the time you get later, they're like, there are like armies of like fucking fairy tale oh, creatures yeah. and big dragons and Cthulhu monsters and stuff going on. It's like
1: Golden Armies?
0: A bit, <laughs> not quite. I mean, Golden Army takes a lot of pages out of those books, though. Oh, yeah. And like a lot of the, you know, we are the fairy tale creatures been scorned by man and our vengeance <laughs> is upon them, you
1: know, that kind of stuff. Mr. Wick or whatever that... What yeah, was it? No, he's not there, though. Yeah, oh, okay. He's made up. Quiet, Mr. or what is it? Hello? Yeah, something like that. Hey, Mr. Wick. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, anyways.
0: Um, it's good stuff, though.
1: That was Doug Jones, right? The Not Mr. Wick, but the the white pasty... No, that was, some, no,
0: that was the guy. Doug Jones played uh, Abe Sapien. obviously. Right. He played um, like the the guy that introduces the elf. Like he's like the uh, the herald to the king of the elves. He's like, ah, mm. oh, hello, welcome. He's got weird spindly fingers, and he plays oh. the angel of death with oh, all the eyes. So those okay. are the three characters he plays.
1: Gotcha. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: I was watching an interesting little like mini documentary about. Um, like old advertisements, and one of them was like about uh, apparently there was like a, a successful McDonald's, uh, fr- uh, uh, what do you call it? Like a, a series of advertisements, a series of commercials, a campaign yeah. uh, involving this guy that looks like the moon and plays piano. And it's like, and this guy played by Doug Jones. I'm like, Doug Jones in his first role? What? Wow. So this is kind of interesting. It's like, and look how he's gone. A good get though, because it was pretty successful, apparently. Hey,
1: yeah, McDonald's careers. Is- you know?
0: McDonald's makes careers, yeah. Yeah. Whoever
1: just, whoever said that you can't get started at McDonald's? Just right? like
0: Mac from Mac and Me.
1: <laughs> what, making a career out of being an alien?
0: No, I mean, like, he was in that McDonald's commercial. Now look at him.
1: Oh. Solo. He's,
0: like, Huge.
1: Wait, he wasn't a McDonald's commercial.
0: I'm just joking. Mac and Me is basically a giant McDonald's
1: commercial. Is it? Well, first, I named s- Mac
0: because like he likes oh, McDonald's. They name Mac, oh. and there's like an actual. T- they take a break in the movie. They actually have like a song and dance at a McDonald's and just advertise how great their burgers taste.
1: That's shitty. It's like famously famous That's for that really kind of shitty. Stuff. I still need to watch that movie. I really want to watch that movie.
0: Supposedly, like I've only ever seen the, the famous sequence with the kid gets tossed up the cliff, oh, um, yeah. and like the other things. I was reading. I didn't like watch it, but they like unearthed like a really dark alternate ending or something. <laughs> I didn't. That's all I know about. You have to look it up yourself. But uh, I was like, huh, oh, that's funny," and I kept kept reading, kept moving on.
1: I know. I heard E. T. had like a dark sequel in they mind. They were
0: developing a dark sequel
1: where they get killed or chased through space or something. Well, there
0: was actually, from what I understand, is. Maybe I'm making maybe I'm making my timeline. I think they were trying to make a sequel to Close Encounters of the Third Kind. <laughs> and then they, like, had an alien, and they turned that alien into E.T., and then became a whole separate thing. And then, yeah, they tried to make, a, like, E.T.'s family comes, and they're evil or something, and they were making a sequel.
1: Wasn't Close Encounters kind of, not, a, not a, a bomb, but wasn't it not, like, when it came out, wasn't it just kind of, like, okay received? Like, it wasn't a big smash hit?
0: I think it was appreciated. I don't okay. think it was it didn't do like Star Wars money.
1: okay.
2: Nothing.
0: I think it was nominated for a lot of a couple of Academy Awards and stuff. It's a great movie. It's weird. No, it's I like, like, like it. It's one of Spielberg's kind of like less mentioned movies nowadays. It is. When it I was is. a kid, it was de- it was among them, but he's done so much work since then. Right. Like it's like nowadays not that he does, he's done his like these like private saving private Ryan's and, and minority reports and all those stuff that like people like talk about that movie less and less. Well, it's also kind of slow.
2: It's
1: know? it's sandwiched between I think some of his biggest hits, right? Jaws and um E. T. you know what I mean? When people think of that era of Spielberg, it's like those are the movies that are like Raiders and, and Raider, Indiana Raider Jones. So yeah. A, Indiana. Nobody
0: talks about nineteen forty one.
1: I've never seen that. Neither have I. Yeah. Um It's funny in South there's an episode of South Park where they're like, Yeah, and Steven Spielberg, uh most most notably famous for uh uh <laughs> movies like nineteen forty one and uh whatever movie people don't know color about. Purple. Yeah, The Color Purple in
0: 1941. <laughs> uh, Yeah. Um, oh, what was I saying? Oh, God damn it. It's all right. No, I didn't think. Oh, speaking of movie re- re-releases, they made, the studio made Spielberg re- re-release Close and Cryst of the Third Kind to have a special additional ending that has them go inside the spaceship at the end. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the deleted scene. It's just like, it's nothing. It's like, wow, great. <laughs> it's like a but you know it's like a it's like a model it's like a, a bunch of modeled lights and everyone you know like right it's like oh whoa great <laughs> as a kid I was super disappointed we didn't, didn't get to see the inside of the ship but you know as an adult I'm like well that's good fuck that
1: I think I, yeah no it's it's much more impactful not seeing it than seeing it's it it's
0: also funny if you hear Steven Spielberg talk about that movie nowadays he's like yeah I would never make that movie nowadays because like as a father I would never abandon my family it's ridiculous <laughs> you know right yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of funny, like, you know, how just willing. Um, what's the actor's name?
1: Oh, Richard Dreyfus. Thank
0: you. Richard Dreyfus is. He's just like, his family leaves, and then he's like, I'm going to space. See ya.
1: I mean, I'm sure Richard Dreyfus has done that maybe four or five times just in real life.
0: <laughs> just abandoned his family.
1: <laughs> uh, oh, that's probably not true. No. That's slander. I'm sure Richard Dreyfus. Listen, Richard Dreyfus, I know you're listening to this. We don't mean it. We know you're a good guy. You don't
0: mean it. I didn't say anything bad about you.
1: No, no, you're in this too. Don't worry about it. No, no.
0: <laughs> I sure you watched Jaws. It's been too long. Yeah. What the fuck's wrong with me? Jaws is great. It is great. And you only saw it like for the first time, like a, a week ago.
1: A week ago, yeah.
0: Or whatever it was.
1: Feels like yesterday. Mm. First time I saw so, Jaws. So,
0: next 100 episodes of this show, I promise I'll finally watch Gone with the Wind, speaking of that movie. Oh. Finally get around to watch. Hey, it. you
1: enjoy that? You enjoy all five hours of that? I
0: will. That's why I haven't seen it because it's like you know I can like I don't mind watching two movies at once, but you have to like <laughs> set out a day to do that, you know. And usually they're two different movies, so you don't have to like
1: also enjoy a uh, <laughs> a socially outdated depiction of the South where the slaves enjoy being a part of their. Uh, Is that
0: what happens? <laughs> well, I, it's it's a. Post Civil War South, isn't it?
1: it yeah, it's during the Civil War. Is
0: it? No, okay. I thought it was I thought well a lot of it takes place post Civil War and, and like you I'm know sure
1: like our way
0: of oh, life is now gone with the wind.
1: Well, that's part of the movie, yes. Yes. But uh yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll get around to it. It's just cause all I've heard is like it's four hours of Scarlett O'Hara being a bitch, and it's like, okay. Kind of. I'll still get around to it. I mean, like, it sounds like it's a great movie. I've heard nothing but, like, great things about it, but it's like, it's like, like you the, know, it's like you got to yeah. just, like, go into it and, like, deal with this. It's like,
1: okay. The cinematography and the storytelling are, it. it's, you know, it's a seamless. It's a, it's, it's a, it's very technically a great movie. I saw it in middle school. I probably don't ever need to see it again.
0: See, yeah, I wish I watched it as part of a class or something. That That's nice. what it was. I, see, I would have loved that. Class. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I mean, like, I watched like Ben Hur on my own and Das Boat on my own, and like those other four-hour movies.
1: You the, you talking about the new one, right? The no, be, the old the better one. The original. The new, Ben-Hur. better one.
0: No, the original Ben Hur has that great chariot sequence, and that's kind of why it should be remembered. But everything else in that movie is sort of like just
1: uh,
2: why not see the, the you new? You
0: know, it's just like regular swords and sandals, kind of whatever.
1: Uh, we should see that new one. <laughs>
0: yeah. The movie that let's everyone was th- clamoring just, for.
1: Th- let's throw dreads on Morgan Freeman's head.
0: Oh right. Doesn't even
1: matter if they look fake. It doesn't matter. <laughs> let's just throw these dreads on his head. That's Morgan.
0: such a cliche to get like an African African American actor to appear in some biblical or medieval epic just to for the, the and they're always the mentor. Like in this new Robin Hood, you got Jamie Foxx and like in like that oh, King Arthur right. movie you had like Demon Hansu, right? It's right. like every one of these movies, it's so I totally lazy. F-
1: I totally forgot there's a new Robin Hood movie like, coming out. It's great out.
0: that they have these actors there, but it's just like everyone has them in the same role, and they're always doing the same thing.
1: Now, the guy playing Robin Hood is a little uh, little Kingsman yeah, guy, right? think
0: Kingsman 3 has been greenlit.
1: <sighs> Boo. Oh,
0: Kingsman 2 wasn't that bad. I'm
1: going to say it. Maybe it was. I, I mean <laughs>
0: I didn't like it like at all, but I'm not gonna say that like, you know, they can't make it another good Kingsman movie.
1: Well, okay, if they make it, yeah, let's let's cross our fingers that it's good. That's Yeah, that's, I that's can't my think vote. of
0: any movie series as of yet that have like screwed like jumped the shark as like, you know, screw the pooch, like, oh that like the 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 amount like you can't make it a good story for it ever again. You know, can you think of a movie series that they've basically been like We've this this newest movie. We messed up so bad that we can never tell a good story in this universe ever again.
1: Terminator, Predator, Predator. Alien.
0: That's not true, because first of all, Alien hasn't gone far past. You know, huh? Well, uh, again, the thing about see, also you can do the whole reboot sequel thing, where it's like this: the real Alien Three we're doing, the real Halloween Two, that whole thing. Oh. Uh, so there's that nowadays, but uh, still like. They're very rarely, even in the case of the movies you just mentioned, they, they haven't, like, broken their own universe. They haven't, like, Mass Effect 3 would uh, anything.
1: Alien Covenant came pretty damn close.
0: But, like, it's still a prequel, so it doesn't invalidate the other movies. You just have to ignore <sighs> it. Yeah. Uh. Like, it'd be like if, in the new Star Wars movie, it's, like, at the end of Episode Nine, it's, like, the Force is gone. That would like effectively, you know, it's like, we blew up the force. It's like, well, you killed your universe there. Good job.
1: You know, you know, the sad thing is I would actually my jaw would drop and I would be so fucking like I I would be so into that if they went that far, if they went that far to be like, you know what, we blew up the force and it just doesn't
0: exist. Yeah, I would be
1: I would be blown away by that. I'd be
0: kind of annoyed. Like, you know, that's just too far, man. Yeah, that's just too far. It's like what well, I just said, like in Mass Effect Three, the end of Mass Effect Three. Before they f- released the fixed ending, they kind of ruined the universe because they basically made it so that no aliens and humans could ever talk to each other ever again. Oh, but like nobody, like it feels like the writers forgot that's how their universe worked. So that's like that's the consequence, and they're like, oh shit, <laughs> that was not what we intended because we wrote this in a closet at the last minute.
1: Oh god.
0: So they fixed it in like a DLC like band aid package. But god that that ending <laughs>
1: uh, all right, man I think i'm calling it i'm calling it I'm calling it alex calling we have a we heads. have a we have a uh we have a giant sized episode, and i'm my brain's fried yeah, I'm
0: glad <laughs> you watched this with your eyes It was really really riveting. Listen, guys. If I mean, you like, us, like, we should have had a green screen so we could have had like fun. Oh, effects. We'll, we'll
1: we'll build up. We'll, you know, we'll we'll get there. Mm-hmm. And that brings me to my next point. Hey, everybody, uh, if you'd like us to do more of these video episodes,
0: let us know. It only takes one person to say it.
1: It only takes Just, one. It really does only take one person to say it. So say it, and we'll we'll uh, we'll keep the uh, the YouTube going. You know, uh, I don't know. I had fun. Hopefully, this guy had some fun. Uh, you you could see it on his face. He's. Mm-hmm. He's glowing on the inside. He's melting on the inside. You mm-hmm. can tell. Uh, <laughs> um,
0: it's a waste of my evening. Uh-huh. Just kidding. <laughs> no, it's fun. I wear a suit for no reason. I mean, like, you know, I won't wear a suit all the time. It's because I'm I'm a fancy so-and-so, except uh, not really.
1: So, it's a, it's a, you know, we got a, re- a regular uh, lethal weapon dynamic going on here. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah. I, I guess you'd be uh, one of them, and I'd, I'd be Murtau the other one. And your rigs. I don't know which ones.
0: It. With the odd couple,
1: and Riggs I'm and Jack Lemon and you're not the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> Walter Matthau. Walter Matthau, yeah.
0: Or um, I don't know.
1: Key and Peel.
0: Yep, the famous. <laughs> you know, we're just as good. No, one you... of them is famously clean. One of them is famously messy. I not...
1: t- sort of. I don't know. No,
0: it's not. That
1: Anyways. Hey, why don't you hit him with some with your with your, your clever deeds? Your your, clever. Uh, your your yeah, dir- my really ingenious details. <laughs> your, your, like your, you can find us at FilmTestedVoyage.com
0: or filmtestedvoyage at gmail.com or filmtestedvoyage <laughs> on Facebook, which is conveniently Facebook.com dot slash filmtestedvoyage, yeah. and youtube dot com slash something or other nowadays. I
1: just search filmtestedvoyage on YouTube.com. It takes a while for YouTube to let you. Uh, do a custom URL, unfortunately, mm. but yeah, just type in "Film Voyage" They're down, think. the man. Unfortunately, they are.
0: Uh, and we're also on Letterbox, that fun, fun, fun times movie website where we, you can see what we're watching in real time. That's right. If you want a little sneak peek at what well, this show? And if like you, you we do a movie, then we don't talk about. It, you can be like, hey, what the fuck? Why didn't you talk about that movie? Yeah. Uh, just you know, let us know in the comments. Uh, I'm Batman Crothers, all one word, at Letterboxed.
1: And I'm uh, Mr. Kerosene, all one word, and M-R, Not Mister. Yeah. Uh, hey everybody, we're part of a bigger podcast network, the Let Me Listen Podcast Network. Get all your favorite treats. On the Let Me Listen podcast network, including the Filmtastic Voyage, and uh, other podcasts relating to movies and to other things. You know
0: what they don't have, though? What's that? Fucking video. They don't video have video. killed those podcast stars.
1: Listen, we are the pioneers. We are the official pioneers. No
0: one's ever done a video podcast before, ever. That's right. Can you believe that? Hey, I J- can't. Hey,
1: Jason, you're welcome for us doing this. Uh but you can catch us on Let Me Listen Podcast Network. That's on SoundCloud. That's also on iTunes. Leave us some comments. Leave, leave us some ratings. We'll
0: get a background sometime, I swear.
1: Probably by next time. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and it'll be decorated with a bunch of movie treats. Anyways, everybody, treats. we're taking off. Uh, we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. <laughs>